Hello and welcome to Waiting for Game, podcast presented by Melee Stats. I am your host, Gumi Net Wheat. Uh, a little redder than usual this week. I don't know if it's shown up on camera, but uh, ooh, a little sunburn this week. And, uh, you know, my good friend, Edwin Budding, doubt he had that problem. Edwin, uh, how, how are you doing? Did you leave the house this weekend? Uh, no, I stayed in and watched Smash Camp. In fact, I was the only person and am the only person on this show, including including our including, producer, uh, JD behind the camera, to not go to Smash Camp. And Oof. after seeing the weekend and the amount of fun everybody seemed to be having, having I, I definitely regret it and I'm very jealous of everyone else on this show. And of course, the lovely people who put on Smash Camp 2022... We've got uh, ooh, three-time guest. Well, I don't even know what he's at this yeah, point. But we've the got three-time. The three-time, of course, you know, a little little bit of breathing room before you hit five, and we got to get you a jacket. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the three-time guest. we got Mikey. we got the cheat. What is going on? I cannot wait until I win the Melee Stats Masters. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> <laughs> what are the we, other uh, occasions? It's, it's not really that cheap to produce, a, uh, like, custom jackets, so... We're keeping everyone at four right now. We've got, okay. we're like Aiden right now cannot be on another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, may- maybe we should have waited until he got super big, but, uh, but Hey, you know, we've got a first time guest here. We've got someone Stop. we can afford to, to use a couple freebies. <laughs> Wait, what were the, what were the other times for Mikey? He was on uh, earlier to talk about your summit run, your summit uh, campaign. Damn. I didn't get invited. And then that's rough. That's rough. (laughs) We we had a good reason. I don't remember. Edwin, do you remember what it was? Uh, no, I don't. (laughs) I'm more (laughs) handsome. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, and then we had you on, uh, deep dives. You you were on way back when on deep dives. I forget the occasion. I think it was after Smash Smash Camp 2019, the snow one. No, you know what the reason we wouldn't have had him on was? It was travel. You're you're traveling mm, to your to yes, the event. Yes. Yeah, I was in the hotel af- the night after I got there <laughs> for Summit. So, oh, this is r- actually I think I remember this. Yeah. See, it's not because we were scared that you didn't like us. That couldn't have been it. <laughs> well, after this, <laughs> after the uh, the Smash or the uh, Axe secondary debacle of Smash at <laughs> the end of summer, you know, Look. who knows? It yeah. was over well, here. You know, I, I think we had a uh, we had a very nice, peaceful Smash Camp 2022. No, no <laughs> debacles as to uh, top players entering and saying it shouldn't count. I think, I think everyone had a pretty good time. But yeah, let's you know, let's get into it. So Smash Camp 22 comes around. Um, I would say, you know, I want to I want to hear your opinions on it as people who run the tournament. But it's kind of finding its little niche as something that is. Um, a lot of good players are going and not entering. I think it's something where Smash Camp End of Summer, that was the thing where everyone tried to go, right? Wasn't that like every single person tried to enter after registration ended? It was a lot, yeah. <laughs> uh, we ended up having, I think, five of the top ten players at the time at that tournament. Insane. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I would like to hear the difference in like just vibe and, and general feeling because this one felt, it was a regional, right? You had really good players. Kodorin and SFED are both top ten players right now, and you know, you've got face roll fiction. It's like the whole top eight is, is all really good. Um, but it definitely feels more like a like a stacked regional where you have like a ton of people who are just there to uh, to have fun. And I want to like, was that always uh, the feeling for Smash Camp? Because this is the third, I believe. Fourth. Fourth. 
Fourth. Yeah. Oh my god. There was two in one year. Oh yeah. And then what was the there was the first one the Army Axe one? That was yes. the second. Oh, that's that the second. second. Who was the, the first? First one um was at remember Axe. It was uh John oh, Wick, Axe, and Winners tied. Finals. And then Todd uh, beat him wow. in losers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that makes and sense. Axe, Axe with his Falco won the tournament. That rock. Yeah. Yeah, it's really just a Smash Camp classic. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> it was a weird time in the lead up to the Smash Camp because I feel like uh, for the third Smash Camp, for Smash Camp end of summer, uh, we were like, we were like really hungry, right? The second one was the one where we started to get like a lot of out of state people coming. It was kind of one of those like you know. Uh, regionally stacked things where we had like a good number of top 100 players but didn't have any like uh you know gods or anything Mm -hmm. like that so we were like all right we're gonna like promote this super hard it's gonna be this whole thing where we're gonna you know kind of go all out for it and we ended up capping when we capped for that one it was after like a couple of uh at (laughs) least like a month of registration this time we dropped and it capped in 10 minutes. <laughs> and Insane. so there's this whole period of time uh, in which we don't really have anything to promote. <laughs> like we're just <laughs> yeah. sitting here with this completely full tournament and we're like, all right, I mean, we'll save some spots for top players if they want to come. Uh, and then in the interim, I ran main stage and Smash Summit 12, and Ultimate nice. Summit 4. Nice. <laughs> and so, like, uh, by the time Smash Camp rolls around, it's like, oh, like, I, it's like two weeks beforehand. None of the top players have really uh, hit us back yet on anything. <laughs> uh, and so it's like, all right, I guess we'll just rip it with this uh, and see how it goes. Um, I also think one thing that happened with this tournament is that a lot of people registered uh back in november forgot about it and then you know a couple weeks before the tournament started looking at flights and um a little a little some shit's going down in the world so flights are super expensive and uh they were like fuck i i just can't do it right now so some some unfortunate circumstances in there but i think you know i think smash camp doesn't really need that necessarily to be like the experience that we want it to be mm-hmm. you know it's uh one thing that i think it was uh god i think i was talking to connor about this and they mentioned that like smash camp is in this place where it's kind of a pain in the ass to get to a little bit it's two hours away from the airport and you know to sign up you kind of have to uh it's like waiting for a a yeezy shoe drop mm-hmm. <laughs> and you gotta fucking click the button fast enough or else you're fucked and so that makes it that if you want to go to smash camp you have to really fucking want to go to smash camp you know and i feel like that in a way is a good thing like i wish more people could experience it i'm sad for the people who want to come and don't get to but it also means like you know maybe it's a, a better environment if it's not you know everyone and their mom comes to the tournament if everyone there is really enthusiastic about being there i i think that's kind of cool in a way uh so you know it wasn't a people were calling it a major on the internet uh i think they're smoking weed um (laughs) (laughs) you know i think we just forgot what a regional looks like 
It's okay to be a regional. It's great. Yeah, Love there me. has been this little like regionals just don't exist anymore. But this yeah. is a very fun. I really liked it. Edwin, I know you're someone who says you really wanted to go, and I want to just piggyback off what Mikey said there. Yeah, man, you kept talking about how you're like, oh, I gotta do it. I should have went. Dude, it's like, imagine me showing up in the freshest Supreme. I've got the Supreme brick. And then you're just like, you're like, bro, I should have gotten that. That's how I felt when you told me you should have gone to Smash Camp. But go on, Edwin. I know you've got your point. Yeah, I I think one of the th so like obviously I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I, I didn't go, but I've been to a lot of tournaments, right? I I typically know <laughs> what to expect from we know this. Yeah. locals, regionals, majors, whatnot. I really I love the fact that Smash Camp is offering something that is a lot more than just being in like a big convention with this like supposed grand stage of like all the best players in the world there, or whatever. It I almost feel like. I mean, you guys would know this better because you were there, <laughs> well, let alone everything that you you and Yingling do do for the series. But like, I think I think it cre it almost creates like a more intimate environment, right? Like, because if they because just like you're saying, if you really want to go, then you have to act on it, and you're going to be in a venue surrounded by people who similarly felt that passionate about being in this kind of like tight knit environment, right? One of the really cool things I saw about the event, like through the content pieces about it and through like all the footage I had is that like everybody like got along and like everybody had their own like groups that they stuck to. And I, and I guess that like, like a lot of smash majors kind of tend to be like that. Like you, you find your group of people that to, to stick around and, and you sort of like stick in your groups and you're kind of in this like convention and general area where occasionally you'll see other people. But I feel like with smash camp, it's, it's just a lot more, uh, it's just a lot more intimate. I think it's a really cool vibe. And I think it's like the exact kind of vibe that I that I that I wish uh, I had at, at other tournaments, right? I, would, but I, I guess yeah. that's what makes it different. Yeah, I would say that Smash Camp like honestly just forces you to like not <laughs> act like you at a normal tournament, because like honestly, like one of the biggest things I would say is like random person forgets fucking water, and the cabin across <laughs> from you has water, so then you're like forced to be like, hey man, do you have water? And like suddenly you guys talk and it's like this uh, there's your icebreaker right there. And suddenly these two cabins next to each other are friends all weekend. Whereas like a hotel room, like no one's knocking on the hotel door next to yeah. you or something like mm -hmm. that. That's just yeah, like a was, small example of it. It was uh it was a cool experience. Um I remember I god, I think it was Jack Zilla who like someone just came up and started saying hi. He's like, Is this what happens at tournaments still? He's like I was like, I don't I haven't been to a tournament in a while. This is what happens. I'm like, well, no, I don't know. It's like Smash Camp. I feel like people are more willing to just like make conversation with people who they don't know who are around them. Not, I mean, I think like Smashers have a really good like entryway into to making uh, uh, conversation, right? Because like we're all here for one reason. So if you see a stranger, you can like talk about Smash or play Smash. But I, I feel like what what happens at Smash Camp from my one experience there was that it felt a little deeper. I think you're thrown into situations more where. Um, like, there's so much stuff to do um, where you are, like, in a volleyball game with someone you've never met. Or, you know, you uh, on the squares. Uh, get past some <laughs> illicit drug from someone you've never met. <laughs> God, I hope the Friendly Pines people aren't watching this. Yeah, but, but like, drugs at camp. I, I talk about this a lot. I think about this a lot. It's like, I think the reason that I like doing the stuff that I do is because I feel like being a part of a community like the Melee community really helps people a lot. I think that a lot, a lot of people nowadays 
you know, it's easy to kind of like isolate yourself from shit, you know, and just be on the internet all the goddamn time and, and not really have to engage with people, uh, it, it, you know, at all. So one thing that I really valued about the Smash community when I was getting into it, because, you know, I, I started going to tournaments at ASU back in like 2014. It was a weird time. I was going to college, but I was living at home. And I went from going to a school with a graduating class of 93 to the biggest school in the country. Uh, And so that's a huge fucking culture shock. Right. And I was like completely disconnected from everything, but like I found, I I like playing melee. And so I started playing melee there and I found a whole bunch of people like fucking Nick Yingling, you know, (laughs) and uh, you know, one summer later and like every day, it's just like me and Nick and the boys hanging out at our friend Alex's apartment. And that all starts from this moment where you're like with people who care about the same thing that you do. It's like the social lubricant that, you know, it's, it's like magic, you know, it, it doesn't really happen anywhere, anywhere else aside from places where you are, where other people are enthusiastic about the same things that you are. And, you know, at, a lot of people that's like God, right? It's like your church community is where you go to, <laughs> to, to, to have common ground with people. And then on the other side of it, we have gamers and that's us. And it's the same thing. Yeah. It's like smash camp is just a big smash fest, which doesn't happen anymore, which is why I feel like another reason people say melee is dying. Cause no one hosts smash fest. So you're not getting like that mm-hmm. in person interaction anymore so everyone's like oh all we do is play online it's like okay yeah because none of you are trying to go out and have smash fest anymore because it is just this easy to play yeah we need we need locals and we need regionals they they serve a very important purpose for us i think man we got to get the blur on talk to him about that (laughs) yeah we'll fight him he was uh He heard me over, like he heard me talking to to wisely about something I found funny. He's just not in his head the entire or shaking his head the entire time. He's just <laughs> like he's there. He he doesn't want to chime in, but he's like, oh, it's just, that, that guy can go on forever. But no, it was a, <laughs> so funny. So uh, yeah, the, I was talking to Blur, right? So, so there's this deal, right, where you stream on the BTS Twitch, you got to run some ads, right? part of it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talking, blur, i'm talking to blur and he's like viewership for this tournament is bad because you are running ad breaks uh and people are leaving during the ad breaks and i'm like blur you made us have to do this when you were working at twitch brother this is your fault <laughs> Dude, people just There's don't the- watch smash camp because it's just not it's more of a tournament to be at than it is to watch um, my, it's, my it's brother the- in christ you wrote, exactly. You wrote. <laughs> you wrote. Exactly. It's it's the most blur conversation. Christ, I think you I've made ever the contract. Had. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but to to kind of get back to Smash Camp, yeah. I mean, it's got this, uh, and I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm a like guy who went to Smash Camp once, talking to guy who went to Smash Camp never, Edwin, and acting like I'm the. It's like like an eight year old talking to like a seven year old. <laughs> so I, I mean, who knows? I, my. My one experience, who knows how similar it is to the other Smash camps, but um, it felt uh, it felt cool how I was able to just so many people not feel serious, right? Like, I remember being there, and I was like, this is great. I might not go in the venue at all. <laughs> like, the, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
day or a Saturday, I think I was barely in the venue um, because most, you know, tournaments you go to, the venue is probably the best thing to be in. It's like if you're in a big city, maybe it's number two or three, but there was like so much to do other than go in the venue here. The going to the venue was fun, but it was also pretty low on my, my priorities list. Um, but you're able to have that. And at the same time, you're able to have players take this very seriously. I saw Souf. I saw him uh, on the courts a lot, you know, big baller. I saw him do that and still do amazing here, right? It's, it's amazing to see these types of things where you're not necessarily seeing people sacrifice like the game in order to do this other stuff. There's like a, a yeah. way of coexisting. Mm-hmm. Edwin, do yeah. you think you'd be able to do that? Uh, it's only one way to find out, right? I have to go, <laughs> I have to go to this match. I don't camp. think you're going to make it, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, I mean, maybe the one, maybe the one in Oregon this this October. We'll, mm. we'll see. What right? what drops have you participated in? What drops? Yeah, like give me your pedigree as to why you think that you'd make Smash Camp. Why can you click the button fast enough? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to answer this. Well, if you like pull out some Jordan ones or something, that that shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't think there's anything I could say to convince okay. you. Never tried All to go right. to like a concert before their tickets sold out really fast. I'm kind of, I uh, Mikey, I'm kind of a homebody. <laughs> Understandable. All right. Well, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, you need Smash Camp. Camp. We're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll give one of those top player spots to Edwin next time. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, he yeah. beat Zubby, so. Sorry, Leffen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cancel Leffen's registration. No, it was, it was <laughs> Um Yeah, so I, I guess I want to hear, like, um, is there... I remember I remember the Nick Yingling tweets from uh, 2019. <laughs> I remember all those Smash Camp tweets. They There were a lot of tweets. Um, I don't have to do that no more. You don't have to do it, which is... Uh, is this, like, a refreshing thing? Is the... Like, whatever it is, you know, we, we had a what was a pretty strong regional, right? Like, Kadoran, SFAT, Spark. We have all these really great players. If it gets to the point where there's, like, you know, no top 10 players, or if it is, or if you get one and it's, you know, like, end of summer was, like, is there any expectations or is it just whatever it is? I think we're fine with whatever. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I think we're hyped that a tournament could actually sell without having to use top players yeah. as a marketing tactic yeah. like that's so yeah. sick we get to sell our tournament and we don't have to sell our souls to and hope top players actually go it's just people are going to come and we're going to be fine and we're not going to not have enough money to do things we got to use extra money to do things like buy disposable cameras to give to everybody so they take pictures and have memories at camp and also i think some of the money also went to giving the uh, amateur brackets prize pools mm. um and i'm sure we could have thought of other cool stuff as well if we knew we were going to have extra money but i think it's sick that we can do other things for participants opposed to just being like all right we're going to save this money for this one person that's going to come and we're also going to use that person as a marketing tactic now mm-hmm. yeah the uh it feels like we keep falling into this conversation of like how to market your tournament <laughs> um like you would think we would have solved it by now but but no like um so yeah, there's always this interesting thing of you know Aiden when he was a uh, just a little tiny Tia who was throwing majors hosted by Coca Cola. Um, <laughs> back then he he was uh, he loves flying people out, but I I think um, he had this whole thing about like it's worth it for your brand to like 
buy if if you have money to use that to buy good experiences for people who enter rather than fly out you know like a mango level player yeah he just said that for the tournament itself and i I think that like well i mean you did have mango the last one but like despite that yeah I, i think that like the brand of smash camp right now is so incredibly strong because it's this thing where yeah you're right like um i mean i didn't enter anything we have a and and we had a ton of people who didn't enter anything like it was what i think 160 people entered a bracket and maybe two something what 250 altogether how many do you know yeah 260 so about 100 people who did not enter melee singles bracket yeah, at a melee and tournament p plus was there also which made up a good mm. chunk of that but st- there were still a considerable amount of people who went to the tournament and did not enter anything or were they just go in dq yeah, that happens True. a lot. Too, for sure. <laughs> True. Like they're literally. It's not like they're not there. They're there. They just. They're just like. I don't want to play today. I'd rather do something else. Like like uh, Nick Envy. He yeah. just went to go rock climb and do other went stuff to, instead. Went to Bucky's. <laughs> yeah. Well, like if shit. he's having a good time, that's awesome, though, right? Like yeah. what? Like what? Like the, the the KPI or like the your success metric is not like. Mm, oh my god! Like. <laughs> yeah, that's where my mind's at but like the success metric is not like all right can we get top players and uh and like have them play a really cool grand finals that people think like is a major right like the success yeah. metric is that people have a blast at this event and they want to keep coming back right yeah. and I, I think that's awesome i think uh i i think it's a re- i think it's refreshing honestly from other tournaments how is it as a spectator edwin because i know that like you know you saw um <laughs> like messages from me you saw like you know there, there's lots of content of people just there uh i'm glad that that fiction video of him wrestling someone in the pit i'm glad oh that that uh, found its way onto the internet not in full like we still need the full video uh but but in some sense i'm glad that made it out there but like just in terms of like a stream like a tournament how did you feel about it it was fun i liked it i liked i liked the laid back uh i like the laid back environment but still like still sort of tight-knit i i like seeing the uh i mean one one thing i'll say uh this is gonna sound like kind of kind of randomly detailed but one thing that i thought was cool was seeing that when um when when even when like top eight was happening right like you could still see shots of the venue and it was very like you know they're not playing in like an arena or they're not playing in like a they're not playing in an arena or somewhere like really big, like a convention center. But you see people like right behind the competitors. You see, you see like clusters of people sitting on setups and playing and stuff. It gives it a lot more like homely of a feel. I think for the top eight, that you can see me and Blur. Yeah, I saw talking, both of you talking. I was wondering what you out. both were talking about. I assumed he brought up tennis rankings or or something like that. He did bring it up to me. He he yeah, was I like figured. he's like wait, this is how we fix it. And he also told me about how great my tag is. Which I remember, I remember one time, Edwin, you tried to make fun of my tag. <laughs> I don't even back, remember it's, that, it's but I believe, blur, I believe it. It's got the blur backing. Edwin's uh, tag got trust me, the blur this weekend. <laughs> Who's I, uh, Edwin? You know, I will say that the one thing, the one thing that we haven't had happen at Smash Camp yet is a really fucking hype top eight. You know, mm. one that just makes you like, bust out of your fucking seat you know like, you know why you know why <laughs> i can tell you why i can tell no, you why no jeff for the past no one because no one from arizona ever makes it to grand finals and so everybody doesn't care and we all go home yep you gotta yeah, rig the bracket next why. time for cpu give cpu <laughs> a bunch of give him he a almost, bunch of like he almost beat fiction he has a great bracket. Like, give him a bunch of falcos yet. he's not ready quite he needs to go to some more majors 
He's just a boy. Yeah. Give him like Falco, uh, Peach, and Sheik, uh, and he'll he'll be there. There we go. Yeah, all Sheiks. But you know, I I tell you what, I love being rowdy. I love getting loud. <laughs> and uh, Smash Cat provides plenty of opportunities to do that. But I would like one one time, God, please just give us a top eight that you know. Give me at least a match in top eight or something that I can just fucking scream about. You know? Yeah. That's the only thing. I don't need it. You know? It's just fun. It's just great. I think uh, Phoenix versus Tucson Cruz gives you that. Oh, my God. Phoenix versus Tucson Cruz. (laughs) I think it's better if Phoenix has never won a crew battle, Mikey. We're we're so demoralized now. Dude, if we ever... We've done a crew battle every time that a Phoenix crew has been involved in uh, every smash camp and every time the Phoenix crew has lost. But it's for the best because I think if we won, we would get, we would die. Someone would, (laughs) someone would drink too much alcohol. Yeah, I was saying (laughs) that the day Phoenix went to crew battle at smash camp is the day that smash camp becomes an just unmitigated disaster. I would, hate it forever. I would have thrown an air horn in the Tucson cabin if we won. On God. <laughs> <laughs> if we won, I would have thrown a fuck. You should have done that anyway, bro. So, no. well, who are the crews or who are the people involved in the crews for, for that? For this, the, for the Phoenix or the, for the one that just happened? Uh, for, for the one that just happened. We did cabin crews for once, which everybody's been asking for. So there were a couple crews. I think Grand Finals was Ryobi, Card, Travi, Logan, and Rianne. And then the other crew in Grand Finals was Alston Melee and Fiction and Tuesday and, then, and Trade Trash. And then the Alston Melee crew beat the, the Phoenix crew, the AZ crew, yeah. which was Nick, uh, Vitro, Floats, the Formuloli, and who am I ben. missing? Ben. ben. That's right, Ben, of course. So, yeah, disappointment. <laughs> I took my seven, bro. I did what I had to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's hard, hard to beat the fiction crew, right? Fiction's just too goaded. He does yeah, take a lot of. Yeah. He does take a lot of stocks. I, I saw him versus, uh, well, I guess, SoCal Cabin was, you know, like a. Oh, that that stuff. crew was actually that cab that uh crew battle was off stream and it was really wild. That was insane. Mm-hmm. And then hey, look who ended up winning in singles, right? Soof got his way. There it is. Adam, was that the biggest upset that we saw this tournament? I, I feel like um, uh, there's there a few like cool sets, but I think mostly kind of played out to what we expected, right? Yeah, like even even Spark beating uh even Spark beating Kadorn, that was not like, like super yeah. like out of nowhere, right? Like we we knew that that could happen. Yeah. Every every um every seed one through sixteen made it out in winners. No upsets during pools. Nice uh, of those seeds anyway. So. You know, thanks, Wheat. <laughs> I guess Albert. Uh, I didn't, for, I didn't Albert fully do it. I'll take credit for that. Yeah, the one thing you didn't, the one thing you didn't do was put CPU zero where he was, and he played to his seed. So I, I, I said he could go as high as whatever you guys ended up pushing yeah, him up. To. Right. Yeah. That's Wait, that's right. Point. Albert. Albert beat Fiction also. Yeah, I guess Albert's run was a was a nice, nice little like return yeah. to form for him. Yeah, it's um, you know what? I don't think Smash Camp, if just looking at results, I don't think it like makes or breaks anyone. Um, but yeah. it, it's like a nice little way to reinforce what we we've, we've seen, right? This is like Souf's, you know, Souf has to be a great win. Um, it's gonna be very good for him going down the line. But uh, pretty much like you know what we are 
beginning to expect. But yeah, it's just like, you know, none of this stuff is really new, but it is very helpful for everyone's resume. It like bolsters them up a little bit. I think at this point we got to talk about like, you know, how Kadoran going into the next major, like how likely is he to make top eight? How likely is he to make top, you know, like we kind of see him as this player who's getting gate kept, but uh, I don't know. At, at this point, you know, we, we saw him lose a spark here, but we, we saw like a some pretty uh, good sets with SFET. Like, does this change your opinion of Kadoran going into Genesis, Edwin? Uh, I gotta say, Kadoran hasn't lost a land tournament this year, so yeah. I feel like uh, yeah, it's, I feel it's scary. Like he's cleanly, wait, this year? Gotta be, yeah, yeah, this year he hasn't dropped. Yeah, he, he won over what, like uh, S2J? He won a Lawless yep. over S2J. He yeah, he's won Lawless times. over S2J. He, he won this. He won, uh, you know, that NorCal event. I think, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, you know, heading even earlier into this year when people were talking about Kadoran top top 10 or so, I did think it was kind of close between him and some of the other people on the outside. But, like, if, if we're talking just this year results alone, like, it's hard to find someone who's entered as much offline and won as much offline over a variety of opponents the way Kadoran has. It's quite, uh, it's quite stunning. So I would say, like... It's not even that winning this alone is out of the norm for him, but as a pattern that we've noticed this year, yeah. I do think it's even better than the Kadoran we saw making top eights at the end of 2021, yeah. which is which is kind of ridiculous to think that because usually, like when you have a stretch where you continuously make top eights, that's typically when like everybody's got their sights on you, so it's natural to see kind of a bit of a decline after that kind of thing. But for Kadoran, he's he's just gotten better. Like what his worst showing this year might have just been like LACS, which you know, pretty big online. big online tournament. But his worst showing here was probably dropping a set to Spark and still winning. Um, now only only if a little Pikachu was here, <laughs> right? Who, you who know, knows one thing one thing that I <sighs> kind of wanted to see also it would have taken two more Free Palestine losers bracket wins, but was the run back <laughs> of Free Palestine and Kadoran from the summit set. Yeah, but um, Dude, I I heard um, I, I I saw the Anissa set versus Zamu on stream, which is very fun. Uh, but I I saw the people crowding around the Free Palestine off stream sets. The him versus floats, floats, yeah, apparently amazing. Him versus Squid, I heard was pretty okay as well. But yeah, like uh, oh that my goodness, corner. that that oh, he almost hit the Nick Yingling factor against Soof after that uh, Zelda grab. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! That I was like so, the most insane. That was thing. wild. Yeah, that would have been an amazing comeback if he had just got <laughs> one more fair, you know. Yeah, I think dude, this turn was it was really fun to watch. Uh, and and what's really funny is that I forgot about most of these things until we talked about it. Like my yeah. my opinion on Smash Tab um, did not have much to do with bracket, but now like you know I'm getting all the memories coming back. Mm. And yeah, like we had some pretty fun sets. Yeah, you know, truth dude, be told, uh, I probably wouldn't have noticed much of it either if i hadn't commentated but that fiction logan yeah, set yeah. too <laughs> logan face <laughs> roll as well logan yeah. face roll was so close i yeah. could not believe how how down <laughs> to the wire that one was that was one of the most exciting sets of the tournament he's got extra frames now logan came up to me and they were like <laughs> so i can say Three this because they now you know we figured it out but they complained mm -hmm. about uh lag at smash roll tour the east coast qualifier <laughs> um and, and summit too yeah well, Summit the two. story is, it's all about a goom wave, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah, who who knew? Yeah. Um, no, Logan who could have predicted? And he was like, want to apologize for saying there was lag at Smash World Tour. 
I, you know, Rihanna and I, we looked at my Goom Wave. It's for some reason something's, you know, the soldering's weird. It's giving me three extra frames of lag. Oh and I don't God. know. It's it's like this does not sound right. I've heard I enough. What... I've heard enough Goom Wave speak. It just I don't know what about too much. Waves. I'm yeah, like, I would yeah. just literally nod and be like, I'm okay. like, the Goom Wave could do this. If if someone said my controller's giving me three extra frames of lag before Goom Waves are around, I was, you know, like what, well, you know, yeah, I'll take, I'll take that. I'll take that. There you go. Um, but uh, like in the post Goom Wave era, someone could be telling me that they like they're like, yeah, every time I uh, I pick Puff, she's got a shine now. I'm like, yeah, no, this sounds right. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Wave. Argue with them? Like... <laughs> Mikey, I don't, I don't know if you were in the venue for uh, when the other half of the fuckhouse went against the uh, Ryobi crew um, i was yeah did you hear us start the ship that goom wave chant that's right ship that goom wave <laughs> very nick, good yeah nick hasn't received his goom wave so we started to <laughs> ship that goom wave chant while uh Rianne was playing that's funny oh my god just a little bullying as a treat <laughs> it's look fine. aiden it's got his goom wave first it was it yeah Rianne. Rian did set up an unauthorized controller booth in the mess hall, so... Yeah, I said <laughs> no. Totally I said no, and then she asked to at everybody. So that's crazy. <laughs> it, uh, it's whatever. It's we love fun. a grind set. <laughs> Unfortunately, we do love a grind set. You know what was a real grind set moment? It was, it was uh, in the mess hall. Uh, this was... What was lunch? Lunch was Sunday, right? Sandwiches. Yes. So yeah, sandwiches, uh, like chips and stuff. Um, Kudoran was complaining about <laughs> like about the food. Well, he said, "Man, I, I wish it wasn't white bread." He's like, "I don't want to eat the white bread." And I was like, "There's vegan. There's a vegan option on like wheat bread." I, I'm pretty yeah. I'm pretty sure you just ask the the people who work there, and they'll give you something else. Yeah, so so he told me that he doesn't want the vegan option because it doesn't have anything tasty on it. And I was like, "What is tasty on on the non-vegan option that is like not there on the uh, on the vegan option?" He's like, "The meat." I was like, "Take the meat off and just slide it in." So he's not comfortable with this, and he's you know he takes a little bit of uh, a little bit of riling him up because I'm telling him I'm like, "Fiction's eating like sixty carrot sticks a day. Like that's your competition <laughs> out there, man." And you're going to say no to this, like, wheat bread? So he goes and he says, hey, can I get the, the plant-based option? So he gets that. And he's just, like, shoving the meat into it. And he's, like, taking you – know, he finally takes a bite. And then the the woman comes over. And she's like, I was able to find some vegan cookies for you. <laughs> and he, like, plops them down. And it's just – dude, all the regret in his face. But, I I mean, it worked out, right? Yeah. May I, sum this, up in a, one. May I sum this up in a, uh, in a, in a joke? Yes, please. Yeah, the a Marth player and a podcaster walk into a bar, and the Marth player says, uh, "Finish it, finish it. Give me that wheat. <laughs> Get it." Yes, yes, yes. Chats, yeah. chats. I'm farming little W's right now for that one. <laughs> I know this. That's incredible. Uh, it took. Yeah, it. I don't know, man. It took some restraint to to keep saying wheat. I can't make the joke though, so I, I gotta I gotta pass the torch. Um, <laughs> gotta I gotta I gotta pass I gotta pass the <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean the the secret to winning a tournament like this. Here's the thing, S Fat, 
probably ate that vegan sandwich. Kadoran yes. ate that vegan sandwich and threw some meat in there. So yes. Did oh, we figure out the difference between first and second place? <laughs> it's true. Edwin, before we, you know, we're let's we're gonna talk about um, like, you know, where there's a new Smash Camp, of course, in in Oregon, uh, where Smash Camp goes from here. But before we do that, is there anything else you want to say about bracket? We kind of glossed over a little bit of it because there was so much that was you know, going on outside of bracket. But, uh, I mean, we saw like a good run from Zamu. We saw a run that, you know, it's the whole thing, right? Like we, this is not unexpected from a lot of these players, but it's just like reinforcing what we already know and just like seeing good runs from these people. I don't know if there's anything you want to shout out real quick before we go. Yeah. I, I I mean, the, the main thing I would say is that just like, it it is kind of funny how, uh, well seated this turn this tournament was in terms of its results because i still remember a lot of the sets but they turned yeah. out like they turned out in the favorites way so it's it's got like a weird dynamic because the the sets themselves are so memorable and i remember like specific moments in them and whatnot like obviously sue fiction i remember yeah. logan 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 face roll a lot of sets were the favorites still ended up but like even cpu fiction i thought was great to watch as well uh fiction that guy's got like nerves of steel at the at the end of the at the end of the cpu set i think i couldn't believe how just like composed he he kept playing throughout that that was wild how do we uh how do we feel about top 32 opposed to top 48 Uh, it's just better it's just objectively better it didn't make our tournament run any later (laughs) you know the only difference was it's you know two blocks of commentary instead of three and we had we always have a lot of commentators come through but it wasn't a problem this time yeah yeah i thought it was it, it was matter. a cool um I, I mean i think like the people that are drawn to this event are uh people who can you can throw in commentary and because of that we had a, we had a lot of cool blocks that i did not hear <laughs> but yeah. i assume just from looking at them they were they were great i guess there was one there was one result that i thought was insane i couldn't yeah, believe that? it I couldn't believe that Deft beat Kata. I think Kata is like a monstrous player. That really? guy is horrifying. I I saw Deft Kata and I was so certain that Kata was going to make like this big losers run and Deft just stopped him in his tracks. Yeah, that, that was, was like the real Kata, right? Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, I think I just like yeah, I think I I missed him in the attendees list at some point. But uh, yeah, very very strong uh, Puerto Rican Samus player. Probably the best. That, Def's pretty player. good against uh, floaties, in my opinion. So, yeah. violence practiced, maybe. Def, uh, <laughs> well, he lives in Def Japan now. Oh, right? Weren't there, weren't there like a hundred defs at this tournament? For some were, I mean, there were two to be exact, <laughs> yeah. but still, it <laughs> felt like there were a lot. <laughs> yeah, I did go uh, two and four in bets for uh, Smash Camp sets, so it wasn't my it wasn't this. my best day. Always goes back to this with you. Let's mm-hmm. talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, so you guys mentioned top 32 and stuff like that. We've got a new uh, tournament coming up, obviously. We've got Smash Camp. New lands? What's it new called? Horizons. New lands. It's not I called it's, New I thought it's Horizons. New Lands. I'm kidding. I'm it's fucking lands. with you. I'll just say. It's New s- Lands. Smoking. I kept calling it New Grounds to Jim Jam. And was like <laughs> making puns about it. And then he's like, he's like, you know that's not what it's called, right? I, I like literally forgot what it was called and just created my own bit on that um but yeah it's it's uh news new not new lands right not new ground new lands new lands new lands so we've got smash camp new 
lands. Um, <laughs> it's coming up soon, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know uh, what this means for any Smash camps in Arizona. But uh, like, is there a reason to experiment with anything here? Like, do you see anything that you want to improve on? Because like, this is a tournament. Like you know, we mentioned it is because of it. It's smaller scale because the you know caps like it has to be um like you, you obviously already made the change from top 48 to top 32 for this one is there any any like inclination to to do anything else like in pool stage or something to experiment uh no i i think mostly the reason is because uh there are a lot of places where it would make sense to do a smash camp Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona is not necessarily one of them <laughs> that immediately jumps to mind to people, but I really think Oregon is right. Like that definitely fits the vibe of uh, what you'd expect. From we Oregon. have kind of become tricked into thinking that Arizona is like Camp Central. Yeah, because like it's like As yeah, no, this is where camp's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, like a lot, a lot of people have asked in the past and for people at smash camp about running tournaments at a campground. And if I have any advice or if I would like to work with them on it and I feel like, you know, it's kind it's a pretty good idea. I feel like a tournament will probably be more successful if it's at a campground, if it has the smash camp brand on it. And I trust Connor a lot. Uh, I've worked with Connor a lot recently uh, on smash camp and on main stage. And uh, you know, I, I, I like what Connor does. So I was like, Hey, you have this idea and we might as well fucking grip it and rip it. Uh, as far as what happens with bracket or anything like that. I mean, Connor's kind of a bracket wizard, so I'm sure that there will yeah. be some shenanigans. I mean, I think testing out the multiple amateur bracket sort of thing was, um, you know, probably something that we'll in- implement at stuff going forward as well i feel like you know it's just kind of gravy it didn't really you know interrupt the schedule at all once you're down to top 32 you're not using so many setups that it's going to uh cause a problem or anything like that um so you know we'll probably see something like that but uh it's 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 so early it's it's hard to say exactly uh yeah i mean the the great part is is that whenever you have a large tournament right um it has to fulfill a lot of things, but like one of the things it has to fulfill is what is the reason to go if you're going to go O2, right? Exactly. That's like any tournament. And for a lot of those tournaments, it's like you might get a glimpse of Mango, right? If you go to, mm-hmm. if you, if you go to Genesis, that's going to be huge. You're going to see everyone. Um, but generally, like tournaments have to answer this question. And, and because of that, you see stuff like Shine with like the sit and go brackets. And, and like they all do this to a, a good extent. Um but I mean, what Smash Camp has that kind of blows it out of the water is that if you go as an O2er or if you go as someone who doesn't enter, like you don't have to rely on melee as the thing to bring people in, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm sure with uh, with the level one folks over there, they'll create something that's very cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they always have that thing to fall back on. On uh, you know, you can just play some volleyball or whatever. What mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, Jim Jam was joking to me about you franchising out Smash Camp like you're McDonald's or something. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that on commentary too. Yeah, but Smash Camp like... NFT coming soon. Of course, <laughs> there's some truth to it. I I mean, this is like started as a pretty novel idea, but but I mean, 
uh, it's like doesn't take a genius to see to or like to see why smash camp successful right it's just like hey fun stuff plus smash who knew <laughs> and i think it's kind of been done before too i don't know if camp coney is the one that predates us but there's something in europe uh that you know oh, is yeah. a smaller scale thing but is a smash tournament that happens at a camp um uh yeah i think camp cone was uh 2020 was it but, is that but, but yeah. I, I don't know it's probably something different that i'm thinking yeah you're thinking of something different camp cone it was after us yeah um yeah but i i don't know it, like it's been done before just mm. not like as big as smash camp i guess yeah um but i you know obviously like you know you see it happen and you're like oh that makes a whole lot of sense <laughs> it, yeah it, i i would not have come with it myself but then you see it happen it's like oh duh like yeah of course <laughs> of course right. it all works out yeah um yeah, I, I mean, because of this, is this something that, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to force you into something, but, uh, like, is the future of Smash Camp and Prescott, is, is this still something people can go to? Oh, yeah, you... we're gonna we're gonna keep it going as long as the camp will have us, I think. It gets all our retired friends to go to a tournament and hang out with us, so... It does, I can't, yeah. I can't imagine nice. us not doing it when that's, it's so easy to get our friends to go to that out of the house. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm down to run indefinitely more Smash camps up in Prescott. Uh, who knows how long that'll last? But you know, I still love doing it. I still, you know, like seeing everyone there, and it still works. So <laughs> I had an amazing time. I uh, worst thing was probably me calling myself uh, Baker Mayfield and then throwing the worst football pass I've ever thrown in my life. Oh no. <laughs> that was uh, funny. Yeah, I think only Mike, like Mikey and two other people witnessed it. So I well, did it at a good time. And if yeah. any point was to, I was to do that, that was that. Um, but other than that, I will say it was a pretty amazing experience. And yeah, man, I, I hope to do it soon. And uh, I guess the last question I have for you guys on Smash Camp is like, how are you able to make it work that Edwin gets in? Because like just straight up, I don't think he's getting in. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's got that drive. We'll figure it out. He'll he'll have to message us a day before we do registration, and then he's gonna give us double the cost of everybody else. <laughs> there are mind, so many home. ways. There are so many ways that we could scam people out of more money for Smash Camp. Yeah. First of all, the waitlist means that we could be charging more money if we wanted to. True. Uh, we could charge extra for people to reserve a spot you know, at any point could mm -hmm. charge extra for priority wait list shit could charge extra for the premium cabins. Dude, we could charge like $40 extra just to be like, yeah, we'll put water in your cabin too. <laughs> exactly. There's so much stuff that we could do to scam the community. So you're welcome. Smash community, I guess <laughs> we haven't started scamming. Just yeah, you're yet. welcome yeah. for not getting scammed. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. just but just know we could. <laughs> and we might we're, someday we're, when we really we're very need grateful. <laughs> well, I don't. I hope to see you. Uh, uh, you know, if, if I'm hey, if I'm able to make it, right? I hope to see you at another one. And uh, we we kind of the talk around town was that if you were to go to Smash Camp, you'd buy like an airbnb or a hotel and just uber it every day 
Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not such a diva. Give me a, give I me mean a there, there are I'm some people who do that. People don't do that we have we have some people who do that. Duke Vitro being one of them. That's what Hugs was gonna do. Yeah, Hugs time. was gonna do that. There's a lot of there's good there's people that do that. They just See, don't I'm, like I'm just comparing experience. you to good, my good friend Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You took it as an insult. Wow. I'm gonna discharge you live at the next Smash Cap. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Mikey. If you need uh, the details, sequel, just, me up. <laughs> just, just we'll we'll talk in DMs. I'll, I'll yeah. Spill. Send me your send me the beat. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were supposed to sell me on this tournament. <laughs> I mean, you're involved, yeah, dude. You'll how do he'll pull you up on stage? That'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> he'll do it you're live too. He'll get bullied. Yeah, I'm not trying to get pulled up on stage before top eight and distract. Oh no, it's okay. All so it's after top eight works you, for you. you yeah. Uh, late, late hours, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm down to give Muscash the prime time spot. So, if you insist, <laughs> just cancel you know, top eight and throw Muscash up there. That's, oh, also, that's, um, that's one thing Oregon won't have Muscash. Well, we don't true. know that. Oh, that's true. Could we don't just know bring that. The boys out. We could, we could. lives in Washington. So. This is true. I'm excited to see what uh, what the Oregon one brings. Hopefully, I can go. And yeah, I'm excited to see what, what the future brings. And. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe the future will bring a bedtime, Edwin. Mandatory camp bedtime. <laughs> I swear, I, I'm much cooler than uh, the way Wheat presents me on this show. You I'm do much, love I'm bedtime. Much You've talked that. about bedtime to multiple guests. Radiohead so. enjoyer. <laughs> Have I actually? It does sound like something I've done, but I, I can't remember any, anything in particular. Well, here let's let's move on because we've we've got a little game here. You know, Smash Camp runs incredibly well, and and I think one of the things is the uh, it's the relationship that the two of you guys have. I think that you two, as you know, obviously not the only uh, tos, but as kind of the main main faces of the brand, I think really does help sell people on it. So let's put it to the test. We've got a little bit of a game here, and we're gonna see just how well these two know each other. So. Uh, it's basically new newlywed game. Um, now it's come to my attention that this game that I created probably would have worked best if uh, Edwin and I also did it. <laughs> but but uh, so you're gonna be like playing to try to get a perfect score, I guess. You're not Damn. necessarily gonna be playing. I don't know again. shit about Mikey. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to admit that. Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, I went, well, this guy went to my wedding, by the way. all right here uh i'll start it off so we're gonna have um questions for each other so this one is for mikey so mikey we asked nick this uh what was the first tournament that you guys met each other at um this was seagram smash which took place at my house okay this was yeah so let's reveal JD, can we reveal the answer? It is, uh, yeah, Seagram's number one, which was at Mikey's house. So, uh, yeah, correct. We got we got a point on the board. All right. So, so, per- so right now, perfect score. Right now, everyone should go to Smash yeah. Camp. We got a perfect score. All right, I'm, Edwin. Imagine I put something. Oh, I should have put something else. Damn. <laughs> All right, Edwin. We've got uh, we got question Yingling. number two. All right, Yingling. So, what was the final score of Mikey's first five with Chillin' Samus? Mm, I don't even know they fucking played. It's probably like <laughs> with, oh, chill, with Chillin' Samus. Yeah. Yes. It was. A I know, can I know what tournament this is at? It was a show match for Genesis. 
I think before that you, LACS. I think you took three games. So what does that mean? What what you would you say? Yeah, so say give me give me the game count of a first to five. What do you first think? First to five is probably like three five. Okay. So, wait, so, so just to be clear, Mike, you think three. that Chillin won the match? Uh, yes. Five three. Yes. Okay. What, what was it, Edwin? What was it? Um, the final score was six one because they needed to fill up time in the rest of the. <laughs> For the rest of the hour or so. Who was one? Because Chillin beat me too fast. Uh, he won 5-0, and then we <laughs> decided to keep going until I won, and it took you two You more farm hugs, hugs, and you lose to Chillin Samus? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's why it was crazy. Fun. I didn't even know this existed. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so unfortunately, wait. that does bring wait, us wait, to wait. 50%, though. Which, our, which our perfect is score, yeah. It's, it's a little room, but we can see how Fuck. far we can get. Wait, we wait, might wait, be able wait. to get like a B-plus in this one. That's question one, Nick. All right, how about this? Ready? Okay, okay, okay. We asked Nick, how many games would he take off of Chillin' Samus in a first to five? <laughs> I think he what said five. Of? I think he'd win the set. Yes, sir. He did say five. You know what would have been a good question? What do you think? How many games would you have lost, Nick? Uh, maybe one. Okay. Just five, one. Free, freebie. <laughs> All right, so we're back on. And just track. to be clear, the five game, yeah, the five games you win are all in the actual set. Not <laughs> yeah. Set <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, so uh, Yingling, what's the name of Mikey's diss track against Hugo? Fuck. Oh, I just fucking read it. Oh. Hmm. I can't remember it. I, I really don't know, but I just fucking read it yesterday. What is it called? I'm not gonna. You're not gonna even called. give a guess. No shot. It's probably something like. It's probably something like. Fuck, it's probably like something like got 129th at Evo or something. <laughs> well, well, it does have Evo in the title. It does have Evo in it. Fuck. What is it? Mikey, you want to reveal? It's called Second at Evo, Second to the Cheat. Fuck. I... Oh, God. <laughs> Bro, why, right, are, why right. are Mikey's questions so fucking intricate? And mine are just... You know? So we went from an A to an F to a uh, to a D to an F. Yeah, the Nick's... <laughs> the Nick we'll questions see. have just been something that happened at my house. And, <laughs> and, and, and what is? And what he beat Shill and Samus, which I think we can both agree he probably would. <laughs> there are a few hypotheticals in this. All right, so so we're at two out of uh, four. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Okay, how, how about this one, Mikey? What is Yingling's best win? Yingling's best win is oh shit. <laughs> it's either Bobby Big Balls or Elliot. I'm trying to decide which oh, one mm. Nick would put. I forgot I even fucking beat Elliot. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That it's. Probably Bobby Big Balls. I'm gonna well, say I like Bobby. my sec- I like my second answer better now. There is an official, yeah. The official answer is Bobby Big Balls or Duke Vitro. Duke Vitro. <laughs> 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 hey, Duke Vitro is a bracket demon for a lot of fucking people. Tell you what, true. it's not a bad win. No. So, what does that bring us up to? Sixty percent? Three? I out think five? we gotta count that. Three out of five. Yeah. All right. So it's the next question is about to be fucking. What is? I don't even know. What is Mikey's mom's maiden name or some shit? <laughs> well, what what we yeah, let's, have is let's see. who is Mikey's favorite Suns player of all time? Of all time. 
Oh, I want to say Dario <laughs> Saric just because it's funny. <laughs> Ooh. Mm, maybe Wheat's yeah, Wheat's favorite Suns player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. We talked about my favorite Suns player is Mikael Bridges. I'm gonna get Mikhail? a Mikael Bridges oh, right. 76ers of course, jersey. Of course. Of course. Is it course is it Na- is it Nash? Damn. Who we got, Mike? Sean Marion. Damn, that's actually crazy. Yeah, even I knew that. Damn. Every time we go to wait, a, no, every time we go to a Suns game, he only wears the Nash jersey. So well, no. they don't have this. Uh, yeah, they don't have the Marion jersey like that. The black uh, '90s one. Yingling, you gotta you get one it. on the board. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting I, fucking. You know, just continue. Just roll. Keep rolling. Keep keep going. All right. Well, we've got some ones that uh, here. Maybe I think the ones that we've got are a little more forgiving oh, to uh, to finish it out. Um, so ready. Uh, all right. Who wins in a one-on-one basketball game, Mikey? Me. <laughs> See, these are these are Mikey's questions. <laughs> I'm like, who, who's Mikey's favorite Suns player? <laughs> like, like can you name the best top three? <laughs> name fucking 14 Suns players. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, you guys both agree to be Mikey. <laughs> yeah, right, like, redem- who redemption? Who wins on the squares? <laughs> oh, it's definitely me. It's you're smoking cock, dick, and ball. I'm just in the King Square more. I'm just in the King Square more. Simply not true. What? My game sense, my game sense is better. You're over four, Yingling. You only have one one more chance. And I'm perfect, I mean, right? I gotta say that one was a little more of a subjective question. It's more contentious, right? <laughs> But you gotta think of what the other ones say. Bro, you're like you're like seventh on the US tier list. That's simply not true. That is simply true. I'm on the starting five for sure. No, you're not. Give me that. You're fine, you're safe. Aiden, Nick. You're you're six man. The next three are you, me, and Noel in some order. I don't know, man. Texas is fucking grimy. They they're up there somewhere. No. <laughs> Maybe we get Chroma up there, man. <laughs> Maybe Chrome, Chrome's got potential. He's got he's got the low center of gravity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Athletic. What is my final question? Or is that was that the final one? Or is the next one Mike? No, that was the second last one. You All have right, another cool, opportunity. Cool, you have cool. another chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, here we've got. Um... All right, ready? Who beats Aiden worse in basketball? How is this answer going to be any different from the last one, Weed? <laughs> it's also me. Aiden, well, probably, just be- Aiden probably just beats me. <laughs> that, that is the correct answer, Mikey. There's a funny so, clip. Okay, so I think Mikey got a perfect score. I did, yes. Also, there's at Summit, what the people didn't see. So there was a delay in Summit basketball where two Saint had to, had to sit out for a bit. And Aiden oh, came yeah. in. And... They didn't cut back to the gameplay fast enough to see Aiden fronting me in the post and then me get an <laughs> entry pass and fucking just body him out of the way and uh, score on his ass. And I the saw people it. will never see it. I saw And it. I'm so sad. Nick saw it. Nick was there. Aiden Nick, knows what it felt like. Nick gave me the entry pass. I did. Um. Yeah, no, I had a, had a very fun time watching the basketball tournament, but the entire time I was just like, Damn, I'd be I'd be hitting Aiden with like the cleanest screens. <laughs> <laughs> I would just 
I'd plant, man. Um, yeah, we were uh, we we shot. We did H. We well horse. <laughs> I yeah, guess yeah. I guess I should friendly Mailing pine staff out of context. Friendly pine staff Aiden Aiden and I did not That's do right. street drug H. We did That's right. horse. We did horse they to did one letter. <laughs> yeah. We were we were off some H uh at the on, outside the fuck house on that little uh seven. Oh, rim. dude, on the backboard that doesn't stay still? Dude, that the, the Mountain yeah. Dew backboard? Yeah. We were <laughs> well, it was it was it had to be all swishes basically. Legendary. <laughs> um but yeah, before we before we got to H, uh, he tried to make one shot, and I blocked the hell out of him. And then, <laughs> you know, I just decided to go full Zion, and I uh, double it. <laughs> That's right. So, so I, I'm seeing Aiden out here winning this thing, and I'm just like, man, one day, what? I don't even need to score. I'll just, I'll just make sure Aiden doesn't. All right, Yingling, this is your last question. Who beats Aiden worse in melee? Okay, now the answer to this is obvious, but I need That's you me. to throw. That's me, and Fuck I farmed. You. I farmed Aiden at Smash Camp, well, and the day before at Mikey's his house. Said. Do you think Mikey answered you? What? What was Mikey's answer? What did Mike say? Well, you have to think about what he says. What right? he said. You're not answering the question yourself. You're trying to get his answer. Do you think he said you? I hope so. <laughs> so that's your final answer. Yes. <laughs> Edwin, should we tell him? Yeah, drop it. Drop it on him. Nick Ling, Yingling, you have gotten a point. Wow, yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. fucking course I did. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> crazy. You you got up to six. What is it, six out of ten? I'm making these got degrees, right? I'm making some <laughs> fucking questions for Edwin and fucking I, Wheat right now. You gotta give me a hard, <laughs> you gotta give me a hard one. I need I'm at fucking, least one hard. J, what, JD, uh, what's, JD? What's, Nick, what's Yingling's birthday? Oh, fuck. August 26th. Bro, that's fucking other Nick. <laughs> is it? Yours is in August though, right? Mine is August. Mine is August eighth. That's my sister's okay. birthday. See, I I knew it was an even number in August. Yeah, that's fine. Adam, do you know my birthday? <laughs> yeah, of, course <laughs> your, of course, I know your birthday. It's May fourteenth. Okay. And uh, you want to ask 1995. me? Nineteen ninety five. You want to ask me if I? Well, don't tell everyone how old I am. Hey, can I also get your social week? Can <laughs> <laughs> I get the three numbers on the back of your credit card week? Uh, Edwin, you want to ask me if I know your birthday? Yeah, when's my birthday week? May tor- <laughs> May 14th, 1994. Is you that so? Same fucking wow. day. It's like and you guys, and Lucas. You guys want to know Pokimane's birthday? May 14th, 1993. Ooh, well, May 14th, 1996. 96. Okay, Boki's not a boomer. Nick, what's not, my birthday? She's not pushing 30. Uh, you should yeah. know this because you were there for my birthday. You were, I got, you were there. What we were together you? on my birthday this year. This year? In 2021, yeah. Where have I... I haven't, feel like I've been in California the whole year. Are you sure? It was in California. Oh, it was at Summit. Fuck. Um. Uh, no, it wasn't this year, was it? Some this year, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Wait, it's twenty twenty two. It was Smash Seven Eleven. Yeah. That's last year. I it's... know, but it's this birthday, this last birthday oh, okay. that I had. Uh, I think it's uh, it's June or July. Fucking. 
No, man. It's just it's June sixteenth. No, it's July eighteenth. Yeah, crazy. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, it's okay. It's crazy. Fuck. We'll have to. We'll have to figure out. We'll talk to our producer about how this affects the score. <laughs> we'll try to figure out what that means. But uh, but yeah, right now let's just call it a six. We won't call it a six out of what. We don't we don't know what percentage. It is. We just know it's a six. So uh, it, it, maybe uh, who knows? Maybe maybe one day we'll get uh, Connor and Jade on here. We'll test them out versus you. That's that would be great. <laughs> you know, we just hope they know everything about each other. Actually, <laughs> I'll ask them what their favorite um value meal like the the best uh taco bell dollar menu item is oh yeah they love that shit i just learned that about them this weekend the spiced potato taco yeah yeah it's i mean uh mikey before you know we we got a podcast around here so we're gonna get into some stuff of course but but were you there when i was talking to um uh kendrick josh and he was talking about fast food tier list and i said you should never do a straight tier list oh yeah it's you need a fast food political compass yeah, it should have a, it should be price and quality, because yeah. people put their tier lists out there and they're like, Five Guys is just so much better than uh, you know, like whatever. And it's like, yeah, dude, I wonder why. I wonder why paying thirteen dollars for this is better than uh, like <laughs> going somewhere and getting like Wendy's for five bucks. Hey, bro, <laughs> okay. In and Out for three dollars still better. That's all I'm saying. In and Out in, in Arizona. In, in so we uh we, we went to there. Apparently there was an in and out where everyone went after. Oh, I didn't know. Um, <clears throat> I saw Kador in there. That was his game money meal. Um, I saw some some SoCal tos, but the person in this story is Ringler. Ringler had the little catalog that you know you can buy like an in and out shirt and stuff. He had the catalog, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, "Bro, we don't have this one in Arizona," and he pointed to a an in-and-out tactical bag. <laughs> it's like 80 bucks. You get this like huge green bag. And uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm just thinking, man, we, we got to, um, I kept telling him to buy it. I was like, I was like, you're going to regret this when you, when you get across to California, like you're going to want the in-and-out tactical bag. Now he'll be back. He'll be back. That's why yeah, we have to, that, that's why smash camp has to happen again. We got to yeah. get the tactical bag. That also sounds like a very Ringler purchase to make. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's it that that one's hard to uh, decipher, right? There's so many things about it that I'm like, yeah, no, that's incredibly Ringler. Uh, there's just all these elements to it that, that make it like that. That's right, Edwin. You ever been to In and Out? Yeah, I've been. You don't it's eat good. meat. What do you get? I uh, I went there cheese? when I used to eat meat. Oh, okay. Do you get a flying? It was like in 2015. Now? What's the last meat you ever had? Um, probably like a burger somewhere. Mm, Do you think you'll have meat again? Uh, I don't plan to. Mm. But you never know. All right, here, here's a to game question, Nick. What's what's the last meat Mikey's had? (laughs) Probably at camp or yesterday. Mm. No, what is it, bro? I had a slice of pepperoni pizza a little bit ago, so it's pepperoni. Yeah, crazy. I'm just a whole state away. My bad. <laughs> okay, I actually have another question for uh for you, Nick, <laughs> and this is this is really important. I need to know this for sure. Okay, this is what kind is of a ridiculous bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> no, not what it's bedtime. Too late. So, 
Imagine that, like, for a second that Mikey someday, <laughs> someday like, has a awakening, right? And he just realizes he loves Ganondorf. Like, he only <laughs> plays Ganondorf. He only plays Melee with other Ganondorf players. And, like, if you don't play Ganondorf, he doesn't want to be friends with you. And, like, this is just everything else about him is normal, but specifically when it comes to Melee, you have to play Ganondorf. Otherwise, he won't play with you. And he won't even want to be friends with you. Now, with this in mind, uh, would you like? Would you kind of bite the billet and accept that your friendship is over, or would Mikey successfully convert you? No, I enjoy winning melee too much, so I would just play Ganondorf so I could win. So the most p- fun part about playing melee is clowning on your friends when you beat them. So <laughs> I would switch. I would, I would switch to Ganon. That's why Ganon. insane. I would switch okay. to Ganon. Cool. So you you literally cannot play another character. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's only around mikey i thought no 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 like for no no sorry I, I didn't make that clear you have to play only ganon for the rest of your time in melee well, i mean when mikey's not Brother, looking it'll be fine to break I'm edge giving, a little bit yeah i'm giving you permission to bounce in this scenario this guy sounds <laughs> like a this is such a fucked up ultimatum situation yeah, this was left on the cutting room floor. This was like one of Edwin's uh, points. It was one of his questions for the game. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> so I, I cut it. But I eventually found you know, his way if, out. If I can't break edge in secret, then I'm out. This is what Edwin is standing up on the table for in the writer's room, dude. That's insane. It's like, we, we must know what happens in this situation. Uh, it was very important. I, I'm, I feel like it's better that it's out there in the aether. Than not said at all. Honestly, I'm not know sure your I, answer. I like you calling, uh, even in a hypothetical situation, I don't know if I like you calling Mikey again in Maine. I was going to say, well, it made me wretch a little bit just He here. plays Luigi. Well, it's a, well, it is a like. I, in my mind, there's a huge difference. I forget, I forget who it was. I think it was uh, Gerg, aka Greg. Uh, Mikey, you have to prepare for the worst, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Greg, if, uh, well, let's let's switch this. Let's sw- switch this situation. You're saying, that I, you're saying that I have to prepare for me becoming worse as a person. <laughs> That's what you're saying. It, this is like you a know situation. that along with this, I have to begin wearing cargo shorts. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And I have to grow this out super long and start putting it in a fucking ponytail all the time. <laughs> you gotta get different shoes, also. And I have a little to bit shave, shave everything on my beard from this point down. <laughs> That's what you're saying to me. Your right stream, co- your stream content will be great, though. <laughs> start, start talking about how you'll never make it to the big stage and shit. <laughs> this is what you think that I should be thinking about. Yes, preposterous. <laughs> just wanna. This is like a, uh, you know, like a movie. Like you just got bit, so you know you're about to turn into something. And you're just like you're like writing to your family, so that like you know I, I won't be able to like control what I become. Just like remember me as a Luigi man. <laughs> don't rem- don't remember me for what I become. Remember me for what I am now. It's so sad that that's what I have to cling to. I love the idea of just like I of just like a Ganondorf player who refuses to play with like any other like the only tournaments they enter like the gerudo king series or whatever or like actually it just keeps entering open brackets and just dqs all the time they're just they're like they're like they buy a flight to genesis they're like damn i hope i play some i hope my bracket has some gandorfs in it for once 
they prepare like for for this whole weekend and everything. <laughs> all right, I, talk, a... I start talking about disrespect all the time. <laughs> <laughs> there was a question uh, at my my lunch table one day. Um, God, it makes me sound like I'm in junior high or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, at your lunch table. At my 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 lunch table, uh, who I wonder, there's I wonder like you know there's like a was there like a jocks goths you know cool popular kids like I wonder if there was that thing and I just didn't realize it at Smash Camp. Yeah, I was definitely. What would you consider Alston Melee? Because whatever they're considered, that's where I'm at. Dgens, uh, Dgens, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I was at my Ooh, my little uh, lunch table and I saw lots at the table. So Kadoran was was talking to someone. They got up, uh, and then Blur walks over, sits down with Kadoran, and then Logan comes over, sits down with them. And I'm I just I'm thinking about it. So f- let's for the purpose of this, let's include Ganon, I guess, because you're talking about Ganon, so we got to do it. But we we tried to make a tier list of the top tiers, the top eight characters on the last tier list uh, of how much the mains of that character like each other. So I put, I think Marth in that example, I think they're very high. I put them at number two. You want to have it? Number one, Edwin, do you know? Uh, I think I talked about this. What, what are you going to say? Peach? I think peach mains love each other so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like you ever see at smash world tour finals. It'd be like, Lod, Polish, Wally, Triff, Ara, all just, and like Keizu would all just like walk around talking to each other. And they'd all talk about like how, like you, you if like Lod 3-0's like uh, Ara or whatever, then they, they each like compliment each other right after the match, right? I think the love they have for each other, I don't think uh, another character comes close, but I do that think Marth, sucks. I think Marth is second. Sucks. So bad. The, the, the heart, after you get to second though, it's so hard. I like, I think Sheik maybe is next, only because of Griffin and, and Spark. I don't know where you guys think about this. I'm thinking Spacey's would be at the top when they lose to X character. But any other time... <laughs> yeah. Spacey's yeah. definitely... Like, they help each other out when they lose. Yeah, if both Spacey's lose to uh, uh, Peach, then they're fucking best friends for the day, but and or like any character for that matter. But other than that, they're never friends. <laughs> it's Puff only when they lose. What about Puff they fucking Zero idea. are they, they never talk to each other. They're all hiding I, I, what they know. Yeah, I truly don't think they talk to each other. I don't think they hate each other. But I don't where's think Falcon on this? Mid, mid. Uh, yeah, I think they they've all got like a begrudging respect for each other. But they all That's like true. Think, yeah, I think. That, but they think everything one is doing worse than they are. Right? They're all yeah. like, I'm doing this better. But the, but they like they have this outward sense of like you know like they're doing. What, what they're doing is fine. I just, you know, it's not as cool as... <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Uh, that still, like, puts them pretty high because I don't think a lot of characters love each other. Yeah. It's you like, ever see that uh, that Toe video that talks about, like, the matchup where the, the two mains hate each other the most and his theory that he thinks Sheik and Falcon mains hate each other the most out of all the, uh, out of all the mains together? I, think, I thought... I think that's pretty interesting. Hmm. If he weren't in jacket territory, we might have to have him on and ask him this question. But unfortunately, 
Yeah, he is kind of close. He's, he's getting a little too close to getting this jacket, so I don't, I don't think we can have him on anytime soon. Not until we, we find someone who can make jackets for cheap. I'll get it one day. One day. I'll, I'll make it so that you have to put me on. <laughs> I'll do something so so based and cool. He'll he'll sub at the $9,999 tier. That's we'll right. Have, we'll have like a live episode at Summit or something. And he'll just mm-hmm. like, he'll weasel his way in. Just like, even though he's not the official guest, he just makes it so. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Come to your house. <laughs> Yeah, that's the you know uh, long-standing tradition is that we we never really bring this up. But if you come to either one of our houses, you are able to be a guest on the show. <laughs> that's right. So so fans out there, I'm not going to give you <laughs> our addresses, but if you're able to find them, you know, welcome to waiting for game. Well, we got the full birthday, so that's step one. <laughs> that is, oh yeah. no. And here, I'll give you Edwin's IP address. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to, it'll be like a puzzle. Try to figure it out from there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, I think it's about time we, we move on to, to a little bit. You know, we, we were talking about Smash Camp. I think Smash Camp's a really great tournament. But but you did make a couple good points, right? It's, it's an amazing tournament for people who go, right? It's an attendee tournament. Mm-hmm. But it has yet to have like a top eight or like a, you know, like a, a set in top eight that really really gets everyone going and i think that kind of is something that is really important when you talk about the best tournaments right a good top eight a good grand finals these are things that define what people look at as the best tournaments and of course it is march we're nearing the end of march so and we are nearing the end of our march madness bracket and uh you know what better thing to talk about than the best tournament of all time we've done best melee moments best upset best set right we did best set yeah, yeah, I remember I, I Mew2K think versus Armada at SmashCon, right? God, did that win? What? No, no, it did. It didn't win. It didn't win. I, I think what? that was that was what Edwin put in his book that it was the best. Oh, or in the oh. countdown of my book. But oh, then I think right. for yeah, but I think for the for the bracket of Mango Armada, <laughs> Genesis won. Genesis. Oh, okay. Genesis. Oh yeah, and I, I was a uh, I was a little bit of a a rebel. I said Mango Zane, Big House Nine. Which my at this point, is, like, yeah. My answer is Mango left in at Big House, or uh, not Big House, Genesis, Genesis 4. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's so many good deep. answers. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I don't think I can say Mango, Zane, Big House 9 when Mango, Zane, Summit, Summit exists. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that, that's <laughs> honestly, that's probably my pick now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the sets, the upsets, all the stuff we talk about, the moments, right? We, we've talked about all these before, but zoom out and it's the the tournament right so that's what this year's trying to figure out we we've got to sweet 16 you know today uh the voting's still open so anyone who's watching today voting's still open who decides to get to make it to elite eight um but we have some tournaments i mean we're talking about stuff here we've got big house nine is still in that's a two seed smash summit 11 that's a one seed um like just let's go into it before we even talk about the bracket. Um, what makes a tournament great for you guys, Yingling? What do you uh, like? What's memorable for you? Oh, I have. I feel like I feel like we have such like different ways of deciding that because like I feel like a lot of the good tournaments were back in like well, what I determine what I think are good tournaments were back when like 
are probably like the the golden age when the doc first dropped and like my first major so like things like genesis 3 um and then like things that followed it were like shine stuff like that i mean it was honestly just seeing like all the people that i knew like now going to tournaments i don't really i don't know i don't really care if like the sets are good to me personally mm -hmm. to make them good i just care that i have a good time and like people that i care about are playing i mean i don't know it's like genesis 3 was so so important to me and still is so important to me just because it was my first major first time i got out of pools there was a fucking crazy turn like honestly that top eight actually is insane to yeah. me uh i think i care about every single set that happened in that top eight um like big i think the only big house i went to was the one where hbox went just destroyed everybody in grands and <laughs> nice i also didn't i just didn't like the city of detroit so that Seven. that that yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know. Like the city also affects it. For Absent me. from this list. <laughs> yep. For the it's yeah. for the best, really. Um, I think also Summit is in a weird spot for me as well, because just because of the way I got to experience Summit, opposed to like many other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like that would probably be higher on my list, just because of the experience I got to have from that. Um, but yeah, I think just generally what makes Termi good is the the city and the people that are there for me. That's the things mm -hmm. I value the most. Yeah, I think it's, you know, when people look at this stuff, um, I think people will default to looking at as a spectator because, you know, we, we do kind of a little less now, I think, but like we, we've pushed for a while as like as melee as a spectator sport, right? It's like this big thing. It's like, hey, this is like, you know, it's the same thing as Lee or same thing as, uh, you know, whatever we're trying to still like dilute ourselves into thinking is. Um, so, so I think people, when they think about this, they'll automatically think of, was Grand Finals good? Was Top 8 good? Uh, was it good to watch? But I think you've got a good little example here where what matters to people themselves, right? Like the the people who go, um, varies when you're talking about stuff like this. I mean, I had an amazing experience at Smash Camp. Um, obviously, that's not on here, right? Because if you're just watching Smash Camp, you're not about to say it's the best tournament of all time. That was one of my favorite things I've attended. Uh, and then, I, I mean something that's on here that was able to be very entertaining and also very cool was uh royal flush was my first major edwin was there mm -hmm. we, we roomed together that was super fun but i i mean <laughs> atlantic city i don't know not the not the preferred place there's like uh yeah we, I, I mentioned earlier right like if you go to a tournament the venue is probably going to be the thing you're going to spend the most time in um but if you go to some tournaments the the venue will be like further down on the list of like priorities so I, I think that that's a good point to make that maybe not a lot of people think when they actually look into this mikey what uh what do you look at when you think about best tournaments of all time man the first thing that pops off the page for me here is that six of the seven genesis tournaments are on the list <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. what's the uh what's the one that isn't on there uh, six, right? Unless I'm missing it somewhere. Yeah, is that, I, I'm, is that the uh, one up one? No, that was no, that's uh, five. Hbox. Five. Oh, okay. Hbox on Genesis six. Yeah, I think we've uh, so far, so far so good. We uh, we have not had any comments about. I was expecting a certain speed to talk about why he's like all the tournaments that he uh, won are not on here. Right. <laughs> I think there's there's really barely any. Um, armada victories but as an armada yeah. fanboy i don't know it's like 
those are fun, but it's uh, there, there's like a different element to it. I think Genesis Four is probably the, the highest seed thing that he won, which ended Genesis up Genesis um, Three, right? Genesis oh, Genesis Three, three. yeah, duh, yeah. yes, yeah. And Genesis Two, he won as well. Oh man, do I? Uh, yeah, both two seeds. Do I not know my goat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my goat. I think I think that we managed to underrate Genesis in our community. You know, I would. <laughs> I would pay just to watch Melee in a theater, you know? Like, I think that's a product that's worth it on its own. Plus, you know, all of the stuff that you get from going to a Genesis. Like, a lot of times it's it's been, a, if not a 24-hour venue, I think a venue that's open pretty late, which is always pretty cool. It's always something that you can, if you book your hotel soon enough, it's one of the tournaments where you can stay at the hotel and it's mm-hmm. attached to the venue itself, which I love just being able to like get up in my PJs and head down to the venue and play some melee and shit. Right. I think that's fantastic. I think Northern California is a great place. It's going to be good weather, no matter the time of year, all that stuff, huge ups in Genesis is, you know, favor plus the, the legacy of it, of course. So like to me, you know, Genesis 3 was also one of my first majors. I went to Evo 2015 before that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Genesis 3, fantastic. Great memories from that. Genesis 4 as well. Both of those top eights, I think, are cra- Genesis 4 being a seven seed is crazy to me. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, you know, there's stiff competition here, obviously. Apex 2015. Damn. That's the anti-Smash camp. <laughs> just absolutely miserable if you were there probably um and if you were running it in particular like if you were one of the people trying to figure out what the fuck's gonna happen uh, and probably some more good reasons why it does not deserve the love it gets but uh, i mean apex is dog shit right we know this i uh, man i'm still expecting the run here yeah, i think our are like our fans that are our, our audience i think probably is going to skew genesis uh, in some capacity, Genesis 3 or Genesis 1 probably makes most sense. But man, Apex 2015 being there, it's still scary. It's just like, this was at the peak, I think, of people. Um, so one phenomenon that I don't think we talk about a whole lot is like, if you were getting into Smash because you were like excited for Smash 4 to come out, um, mm-hmm. Like, you were consuming Smash content, you were on a, on Smash Reddit and shit, and you were seeing all this hype for Smash 4. And alongside that, I think a lot of people got into the community because they were seeing uh, competitive Smash content, and the things that we were talking about were not, like, competitive brawl, right? Because that was fucking dead. Yeah. You were seeing stuff about competitive Project M and competitive Melee, if you were, like, consuming Smash content at that time. And so Apex comes at this point where it's like at the peak of this hype, you know, like this is the first Nintendo supported tournament. We've had all this build up. Smash 4 is finally out uh, and PP is going to be there. The five gods are all going to be there. Who knows what the fuck Leffen is going to do at this tournament. He just beat Mango at Beast 5 and shit or Armada at Beast 5, right? Um, So it's like, holy moly, like this is like the yeah. clash of the fucking titans here that's and, the first tournament i watched live yeah it's it, me too like i like the first major i'd watch live anyway i'd been to smaller tournaments and shit but like i like i felt like a kid on fucking christmas watching that tournament and i think a lot of people who came into the scene around the time i did feel the same way about it 
It was just so and the chillin' dude thing and yeah. the mango life and beef and PP winning, like it's it's mythological, you know. It's the thing that I think every time there's a major, like we wanna capture that, right? Um it's just like I yeah, I mean I remember that. I that was one of the few times where there's favorites, of course, right? Like, you know, every tournament you're gonna go and there's gonna be a favorite. But that was one where I remember going to that and not knowing who was gonna win, right? Um, I was like, this could be Mango, this could be Armada. Uh, Leffen's looking pretty good. I'm not sure if he's going to do it, but he's getting pretty good, and there's always Mewtwo King as a threat. And then it's like, well, Hbox is there, and, you know, PPMD, man, he hasn't gone to something in a while, but when he did, he was really good. So it's this, this whole thing of just like, man, the, the storylines going into it were amazing. And then you're right, the salty sweet. Uh, I, I think there's a reason why it is a something that the people talk about a lot in the community, right? It's kind of like a high water mark in a sense, and also like a really low point in another sense. Um, and I, I think that like that will be part of its charm for people, whether or not it should be. I think anyone who's got issues with it is uh, pretty right. But yeah, no, I, I think it's really got some magic to it, doesn't it? Edwin, what yeah. do you think? Uh, I think, of you know, when we talk, when we were coming up with this idea, right, and coming through the lists, what I will say is that it was very funny that me, Wheat, and Ambi all had, you know, more or less maybe one tournament was, uh, you know, two or three spots higher or lower than everyone else. Our top 10, like, basically had the same tournaments, but, you know, maybe something that was number eight would be number five on another person's mm-hmm. list. And, like, our top four seeds that we came for this bracket were, like, very close to, like, identical. And, like, maybe, like, if something wasn't there as the fourth seed, it was because the fifth seed was there. So, and I think, like, the reason it's so easy to come up with prime examples of what the top seeds are is because, like, I mean, it's because of something very simple. It's narrative, right? So the stakes going into the tournament. It's, like, the... It's even it's it's the buzz going into it and seeing it like fully resolve in a way that mm-hmm. you didn't even like imagine, right? So I, I think for the first Genesis, like even heading into that tournament before Mango versus Armada ever happened, there was so much buzz over you know the fact that there's this European Peach player coming over here, the yeah. fact that there's this new generation of melee players that you know they weren't just coming together for one last hurrah like pound three, and they weren't coming back together for like a one-off revival of melee it was like this is the new group of people that are going to lead melee into the future right i think with uh i think with smash summit 11 like one of the reasons that's a one seed also in in addition to the you know the you know maybe the greatest set ever in grand finals was because you had this marketing campaign of getting getting yingling into summit something which (laughs) you know i don't think anyone would have predicted before you had all these other top players through the you know through the net play era, proving themselves in a format of the game we could have, you know, like years ago, we could have only dreamed of getting into Summit, yeah. proving themselves. Um, I mean, you had Plup, Plup coming out, for, you know, someone who wasn't that active through a lot of the pandemic, like turning up and like kind of proving himself by taking taking a set from Mango. You had Amsa coming and shocking everybody and with how good he looked in pools and, and everything. Yeah, it, it was all, just all of this for a hundred and fifty thousand dollar prize pool. Also. Yeah, for the for yeah. yeah, I didn't even mention that. The that's that's a that's an that's a great point you bring up. So I mean, just like when you think of all these tournaments that are a one seed or two seed in this bracket, it's it's hard to like explain in words why each of them deserve the spot that they get. 
and why it's so unanimously, or why mm-hmm. so many of them are unanimously uh, placed up there or universally placed up there. But if I had to put place something, it's historical stakes going into it and seeing those stakes resolved in a satisfying way. That's the foundation for like something historical. Yeah, what's up? You are completely right. If you look at the two seeds here, the two seeds are all great tournaments, right? But Mm -hmm. what separates a two seed from a one seed to me is the one seed, like we are, the community needs it to be good, right? Yeah. All these points, like if any of them fail, Melee is so different, right? Uh, Summit 11 is probably the one that hinges less, the least on this. But still, that was our return to LAN. Like, it, we, that was our entry back after fucking however many months of play, only playing online. Like, we needed this to like be able to survive. 18 months or so. You I mean, know? there was electricity in the, in the air, like, right? Yeah. We, into it. we needed that. Yeah. We needed Genesis. Evo... And then, like, Apex was about to, you know, collapse, and that, well, <laughs> part of Apex literally did <laughs> yeah. collapse. But, um, like, yeah, what separates this from something like Big House 9, which I think is amazing, uh, is we needed it to be good, and it, and it ended up being great. And something like Big House 9 gives me a feeling of, um, like, when I, when I watched that at the time, I was like, Melee is in a good place, right? I'm like, yeah. I cannot wait for what comes it was the so much there's so much more melee to be played tournament right yeah and yeah. the thing is all of the one seeds they have that for for you know the ones that i was able to watch live of course i wasn't watching genesis one live but all the one seeds they have that and they also like they need that right like, they're turning points for the scene yeah big house nine was amazing but if the big house nine was fine or very good you know scenes not doing too differently but I don't think you can say that for first Genesis or for Evo, right? Like we need these to be amazing moments and that this stepped up. Like the reason why we're possibly here, right? Possibly able to talk about smash summit 11 for $150,000 mm-hmm. is because Evo 2013 was able to succeed. Right. It's an interesting thing. I, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what people say because I think we, we get to a point in these, uh, brackets where, Hey, speaking of, uh, you know, we're talking about Smash Camp seating. Speaking of seating, we tend to be a little too correct, <laughs> and there's not enough upsets. But uh, but you know, going into the Elite Eight, I think is where we're going to see a lot of cool decisions. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be Apex 2015 versus maybe Big House Nine, right? It's it's going to be these tournaments that people think are some of the greatest of all time putting up against each other. God, and right. I, I really can't wait to see what people say. We haven't even mentioned Evo 2016 yet, which you know is the biggest melee Insane. tournament of all time. Yeah. The first one that was in a fucking arena and, you know. Well, and what bucks, is considered one of the best sets of all time. It's a we, fucking we had miracle, that pretty high. Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. The no. fact that we have not talked about that honestly just speaks to how good the other stuff is. Because yeah. that mm-hmm. that is other games, that's their best tournament far and away, right? If if another game has that, that's all they talk about. So yeah, we we are we are in a lucky spot. What um, let's go around before we before we move on because we're we're kind of nearing the end of the show. Let's um, what what's your guys' pick? Uh, um, Edwin, what like if you have a personal pick here, what do you go? I gotta go some of the eleven. There's something there's something about that that's just like, it's just so it it reminded me of like why um. You know why even bother getting into melee like it, <laughs> at this time 
And like when you see something like Summon Eleven, it's just like everything about it, like the you know the buzz heading into the event, the mm-hmm. the, the dynamics of the actual like tournament bracket itself, and then culminating in just like a a like generational grand finals. We made it's- it up to be a lot because we we kind of had to, right? Like the community yeah. needed this to be a big thing, and because that had a lot of. It had a lot to live up to, and it was able to exceed that, which I, I think is something that you know has all the hallmarks of a great tournament. So I think that's a great pick, Nick. What do you? Uh, what, do, what would you go? And don't even, I mean, you can look at what we have here if you want to go for a personal pick that's already a bit limited or not even on here. You know, I, I think that like greatest term is something that is up to uh, who the interpreter, right? I mean, the first things that come to my mind are honestly just Summit Eleven, Genesis Three, and then like whatever Arizona tournament has happened. Um, <laughs> It's crazy to hear someone say Summit 11 can be their favorite tournament, honestly, because I got to experience Summit 11 as a player, and I right. think it was fucking nice. out of this world, crazy, amazing experience. Wish everybody could ever have it. And to hear other people say that they, it is their favorite tournament is just, like, so mind-blowing. It's just, like... Yeah, you were part I, of I the know. greatest tournament ever. <laughs> I, 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 don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I... Like... Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. But I think Genesis 3 is a little more special to me just because it was my first major I ever got to go to. Mm. And I got to cheer for my friends and friends got to watch me play. And it was just like, it felt like actually like the first major all dot kids were at, honestly. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Dude, I'll never forget Steven Barron beating Fendrick Lamar by doing Nair Spot Dodge 3 million times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just like little shit like that that like everybody will always remember, or at least we will. But I, I think Genesis 3 is probably my favorite tournament of all time, or my best, in my opinion, of all time. Wait, is Pound 3 the tournament where they went to go fucking move everything and play Grand Falls in a basement? Yeah. yeah. That, How is great. that on this list, too? It, the Mango Run. That was the Mango Run. It's supposed to be Melee's I, I guess, last hurrah. I, I guess it's similar to, like, maybe it wasn't the best, like, ran and the things that everybody had to plan to get there, but it was a cool like, narrative, like you said. Yeah, um, if I had a nickel for every huge major that had to change venues halfway through, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's kind of weird it happened twice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened to an Arizona tournament, has it, Mikey? I don't think so. <laughs> no, we're good. Um, Mikey, what's your pick? Genesis. Genesis All right, I'm going with MVG Sandstorm. <laughs> oh, you were, you were the guy who turned the power off, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. I should. Yeah, you know, I work for Beyond the Summit. I was at Smash Summit Eleven. I, you know, campaigned for Nicholas Yingling. Uh, I should say Summit Eleven because it was electric. But I'm gonna say, despite the organizers' <laughs> best efforts. It's Apex fucking 2015 because I think that it doesn't matter what this, you know, motherfucker does uh, who runs this tournament or all of the mistakes that get made. uh, The community came together and literally fucking saved Melee at a moment where it really needed to step up to the fucking plate and boy, did it deliver big league, you know, and maybe that's just me putting the nostalgia goggles on uh in my wide-eyed boyish wonder watching watching this tournament with a bunch of friends at my parents house but holy shit um like 
it was so important that we like banded together and did that and all of the melee that happened along with it was also very hype i don't want it to ever happen again I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't want yeah, to please. I don't want to ever have another roof collapse. I don't want to ever have another venue change. I don't want to have ever have another major that goes to 3 a.m. But but you know what? 3 a.m. East Coast, right? That's what it's Melee's tough. all about. But, That's yeah. what Melee's all about, baby. I did a whole fucking thing about this. This is but, why Melee's the greatest esport in the world. is because we took something that was imperfect and shitty and not made to exist in its time, and we turned it into something that is beautiful and can sustain things that are like $150,000 prize pools and shit. What and month did Apex happen in? Uh, January. January. End of January. January. Yeah, yeah. I definitely it was not during the Super Bowl. The next day. And you're smoking weed to host a tournament. I was actually fucking... in a I was in Arizona uh, watching uh, watching Apex 2015 for my really? hotel room. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're world. smoking weed if you host a turn another tournament in winter in fucking sea caucus new jersey but god damn it like you'll drive two hours to come to prescott arizona and it'll be beautiful so that's that can have beauty in it as well <laughs> apex we- is dude apex is so funny because i made a tweet that bombed kind of, you know what, actually i made a tweet that bombed on my personal account i made a tweet that bombed on the melee stats account i'm a little it's a little bit rough of a social media month for me uh as someone who doesn't kind of you know clickety-clack on the little bird app that much but i I made a tweet that was talking about how it's actually longer from apex 2015 to to the apex they just announced apex 2022 that's a longer gap between the original apex and apex 2015 and it's actually still a longer gap between apex 2015 and the original apex 2020 date like they just keep trying to to remake the same thing um and it's it's like because of this thing right it's like if no one's talking about this because of apex uh apex 2016 no one's no one's doing this right it's all because of this one thing right it's the reason why we're still trying to run apex 2022 is because of how good apex was and we genesis what oh i i was continue what you were saying thanks for interrupting and Genesis played. <laughs> I was gonna ask you your favorite tournament, motherfucker. I'm getting to bring it. it back. God, you think you don't think I know that I need to bring it back? Jesus. And Genesis three. I'm going through everyone else. You get else's lost picks, in your little I'm... bits and anecdotes. Genesis that's all. three. Talking about my tweets. Let's talk about the tweet that I made for melee stats. The bomb didn't even get a hundred <laughs> likes. Oh I had to God. explain it to to Chroma. He didn't know what it meant. Um. Genesis 3 is an amazing tournament because we talk about all this stuff, right? We talk about like how we need the community to succeed in, in times, and that's Genesis 3, right? Genesis 3 was a year different than... Uh, it was a one year later than Apex 2015, but it feels like a different era, right? Apex 2015 feels like the end of an era. Genesis 3 feels like a different era. Yeah. So I think that's an amazing answer. And I... You know what, Edwin? I think I would have said Smash Summon 11. I, I really do. Then I remembered Smash World Tour Finals in... No, uh, <laughs> That then I remembered. So, I don't know. It's dude. It feels so. I, dirty I still that... might go smash some at eleven. So the the thing that it is to me, it's the feeling after you watch it, and it's it's when you're like staying up probably later than you should, and then you just don't know what to do with yourself because it's like what do I do now, right? Like I just watched this thing. You feel so full, like filled with energy, filled with hope, 
Summit Eleven did that to me, and the Big House Nine did did that to me, and a lot of other tournaments did too. But you know, I don't know. Maybe I don't remember Genesis Three enough to to say that. But I, for me, it's in between that. Big House Nine is not something that's like huge, right? But the way I felt at the end of it was was incredible. Uh, and same with Smash Summit Eleven. You know what, Edwin? I think I'll have to. We'll have to go to, to in together on this one with the birthday dudes. We'll we'll have to we'll say the same thing. I think I'm, Smash Summit Eleven. It was despite it being an invitational that might that might ruin it for some people compared to an open bracket tournament. What we saw was a new form of melee, right? We saw people who are only really playing online. We saw Aklo. We saw Logan. We saw all these people who that was their their like proving grounds, and they all did it. Uh, and we saw amazing sets. We saw, you know, you mentioned all these players who come in. And we saw probably what is the greatest set of all time, right? We saw Zane, this like, you know, he's like the new Armada in the sense of uh like no. everyone just wants him to lose. You know, no. like that. No. That Not was the uh, in a sense, right? I'm a very so dominant happy. number one. I'm so I, happy I to see Zane win. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I was happy to see our model win. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> He's my goat. What should I, what can uh, I say? You know what? Maybe we just see it differently. That's it. That's all it, is. That's all it is. But yeah, at the end of Smash Summit 11, I felt that Melee could go on forever. And I think that's what I want from a tournament. I want to have the feeling I, that, that Melee can I love your answer. I think you, you, gave, you gave such we a We gave the same exact answer, so you can't say I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong. But I do <laughs> want to say, I wish uh, Ambi was here. So that uh, he could talk about Genesis One a little Abby's more. Abby's gonna go it, nuts, yeah, because no one mentioned Genesis One. Yeah, I, I think uh, his favorite movie. Yeah, his favorite, as Ambi would put it, top eight being his favorite movie ever. He, he I says, think, just uh, go to the YouTube playlist, get a uh, bowl of popcorn, and it's it's the best movie of all time. Yeah, Genesis One. I mean, like that's that's literally so many things that we take <laughs> for granted, like catchphrases that we have in our in our you know. Yeah, our lingo or whatever. So so much of it originates from Genesis One. Like yeah. I, I feel, I, I it feels bad picking something uh, ahead of Genesis One, but but like Smash Eleven, uh, Smash Summit Eleven really is like close to my heart, and uh, I think it's it's hard for me to pick a tournament that I wasn't there for, but <laughs> that I understand and have many of its like consequences taken for granted in my relationship with Smash. To uh, it's hard to compare that to Smash Summit Eleven, which really feels like something I lived through, right? So, the two people who weren't there said it was Summit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very very funny. No, I I think um, I think you could ask a ton of different people. I think that there's not like you can get a ton of right answers because I just think that that's how the community's been. Right, we've been around long enough to have these amazing tournaments, and uh, and we're at the of point, right? Know. We're at the point. That's why I picked Summit 11 is because we're at the point where I don't think that we like we're not done. Right. We could have this a year later and there's a possibility that we have another tournament on there as a top seed. I think we will do some shit that is, you know, like more buttoned up and as impactful as an Apex 2015 at some point. Dude, who knows? Maybe. Maybe if we had this in like a year or two, it's it's the Mogul Majors on here as a number one seed. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. you never know. I got you. <laughs> it's all up That's to you, right, man. Bud. Speaking of which, we've we've got some patron questions. Um, you know, we're, that's one of our last things we're going to be doing here as we're as because we're wrapping up. But uh, yeah, we get some questions for the Patreon, and then 
every week we say how they give us bad questions, but uh, I've been starting to realize that recently I've been forgetting to ask them to write questions. So this one's starting to get on me, but we, we do still have some good ones. People were able to, to throw in some pretty quickly. So I'm going to ask you one. Uh, and then I think, uh, I think you've got one Edwin. So yeah. Let me go. So uh, we got one from Vlerk from the Netherlands. Um, so he says in terms of tournament or event experience, what have been things smash camp got right that you want to use in future events that you're part of hosting speaking of smash camp and you know, whatever Ludwig major we have. So yeah, like what, what aspects of smash camp, uh, do you want to like use for events that you're going to be hosting? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, (laughs) uh, I feel like, you know, the question of what do people do after they're out of the tournament that you mentioned is a really important one for uh, TOs to consider. Um, and I don't necessarily think this is something I learned at Smash Camp, but it's something that I knew before I was running Smash Camp and really tried to focus on. But I just think, like, having something for the people you know, I think concept mm-hmm. events like Smash Camp are really cool. You think about Riptide, like the roast of Hugo Gonzalez, uh, shit like that. You know, Summit in a way is kind of, This upcoming Summit will be like that also, um, just to leak a little bit. Um, those are some things that I think I really value that are interesting to people. I think that it's really hard in modern melee to come out and say, Hey guys, this tournament is going to be the big one. You should show up to it and have that happen. Uh, like main stage did it because it's BTS, uh, mm-hmm. which is cheating. I think the only other <laughs> tournament really to do it was shine. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, I think due in large part to there not being a really big East coast major, uh, that was happening at the time that shine kind of popped up. Um, and, you know, that region obviously has a, a shit ton of draw from various places. Uh, so, and, and Matt.Zev is behind it, you know, and they obviously do a great job. Um, but I think, aside from that, it's really hard to pop up with a new event and have it be successful uh, when it doesn't have this legacy of, you know, the kind of tournaments that we're talking about here. So I think that one way to, you know, make it happen is to have a concept that people enjoy to tie with it. And that's it. Nick, do you have any uh, any input on that? Yeah, I think I would agree with pretty much everything Mikey has said. Um, the only thing I would add is like I don't know if that I learned anything. Like there, I think Mikey, I would say Mikey figured out everything that people could mm-hmm. do. Or that like when they weren't in the tournament. Like the only thing I felt like needed to happen was like trying to give everybody like a individual like experience of their own, which is like when I did Nicking experience. I would mm-hmm. tweet like, oh, this person signed up because I wanted to make each individual person like feel like I knew I was reading, like they knew I knew they were going and I was I remember grateful. that. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I always try to think about like making individuals experience a little different from just so like they're not like another person and they have like somewhat of a story to tell when they go home or something like that. Um, that, that That's always been like my main goal and when I'm like, doing something with like tournaments or whatnot is just like thinking about how to make, give everybody their own individual moment or story or something to take back. Sick. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think that's great. And we've got, uh, we got one more question 
maybe not a patron, but a familiar face. Edwin, you want to? Yeah. So this is from Melee Stats member Chroma. No, I guess it's kind of like a two-parter. So um, to to Nick, uh, where do you see mogul moves in two to three years? And to Mikey, where do you see BTS in two to three years? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, this is a hard question for me. I don't know that I know everything <laughs> that they're thinking of. Honestly, they keep like, you in the dark. Oh, honestly, I just am basically Ludwig's assistant. All right, everybody, there is. <laughs> I find out everything we're gonna do like a week before sometimes. Like I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I know that the Ludwig tournament is planned for a future date that is not been even thought about right now. Um, I mean, I hope that it takes some form of helping Smash or whatever it might be. I mean, I think Mogul Moves is gonna head into like a content kind of thing. Like I don't know, like groups like OTK. Like I, I hope it. I personally hope that's what. It kind of turns into because I find that very cool, and I that's just I don't know. I think I think that Ludwig and Mogul moves is always going to be like, oh, I really like Smash, and we're always going to support it. But as far as like it as a company, it's probably going to end up somewhere else, not hundred percent into Smash. But literally the most insane esports signing, getting Nick Allen. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, that people. People might know of Nick Allen as a name that used to get thrown around every now and then on like the Scar and Tope show, but this is literally like Tom Brady deciding to join Mogul Moves. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's actually I insane. could not believe it. I did not know who he was until we went to a dinner with him one night, and I met him, and he was really cool. And then uh, I Aiden told me everything I needed to know about what he's done, and I was like, wow, this guy's fucking. This yeah. guy has the craziest resume of all fucking time. It's like the most insanely accomplished in all of esports, and, and and to going to mobile moves, just like I, I I truly don't know what happens next. So that that's definitely something. Cool. I'm supposed to have a meeting with him sometime this week too. I know. Who knows what we'll talk about? He's gonna big dog you. <laughs> He's the third Nick. No, he he referred to himself as Nick Three in the work group chat. So <laughs> uh, he he might he might say that now after his meeting he might move up to Mick, Nick Two. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens. He's going to make you go by your middle name. We, we we have agreed that we're only <laughs> going to hire Nicks from this point on. So, fourth Nick coming soon. All right. I've been trying to get Edwin hired in your mail room. Yeah. Well, he's gonna, he's gonna, he needs to get out of the house a little I'm bit. I'm going to need him to change his name to Nick and we'll get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Anok and, and Nick. Nick Budding. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just changing my tag in this case. No, 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 no. Oh, I got, I got, yeah, I got to explain that to my spouse and the rest of my family. I'm sure they'll understand. (laughs) It's all for this job of a mailroom. Also, I made this joke to, I I think it was Aiden. He was like, we don't have a (laughs) mailroom. No, we don't. (laughs) It's just just the Doritos Locos Tacos Gaming Center. (laughs) Yeah, that is, that is literally the office. It's great. Edwin, we told me that uh, he thought that you were lying when uh, you told him <laughs> that we talk this week, and I was like, "No, he we talk." He thought you were oh. thought you were lying about that. You didn't yeah, show we messages? just knows that I'm very like uh, I, I'm very much a one on one person, but I I tend to avoid like bigger gatherings. I don't know. It takes a lot for me to like open up to someone, but I, I like doing it like one on one with people. I'm not I'm not great. I, in know, group, I, group I think formats. I was right to not believe you because I was. I was no, like, you, you should, no, you were I'll, you were you were unambiguously wrong. I, no, I think <laughs> wait, right. you got wait, you got owned. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Um, when I pitched this idea for getting both of you on, he's like, "That's great." I talk to Nick all the time. And I'm like, 
I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know if I say the word all the time, but it does sound like something I might casually like, like say. Mike, in reference to maybe talking like once every now. As and someone then, who I but... speak to, I'm going to ask my friend Mikey. <laughs> Mikey, what about That's yourself? Right. Uh, we we do I... actually kind of talk all the time. We we talk I... quite a it's bit. Surpri- Yo, know, me and Edwin, me and Edwin talk way more than you guys. Yeah, my, I mean, I don't know what you're able to. to next, hold and, you know, but. listen. Next time, me and Wheat and you two are playing the newlywed. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we got this one. You have to. Uh, you have to beat Yingling's score, though. One, one yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I'm going. I, I I'm going to fucking that. bed now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mikey. What? Uh, I mean, obviously, without putting you in a situation where you have to say anything, like where where do you see BTS in the next few years? Yeah, this is so hard because there is some shit that I just. <laughs> cannot talk about dude that's flame <laughs> chroma right. chroma is like the, the leakiest question of all time coward yeah coward. um i guess in the immediate future like i mentioned I'm, I'm excited for smash summit 13 i think we have something that is really going to be interesting and oh yeah what is it the series do you know have i talked i don't think i've talked to you about this it's not I already like heard. NDA i already heard anything I already heard yeah you know uh i'm excited about it i think it's gonna be great I can't talk about it yet. You will know very soon. I'm gonna um, say it. Like don't say it. No week. Or, or next week. Maybe this week. Actually, mm. I'm gonna tweet yeah. the day before. Uh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think uh, it's hard. To, it's hard to say. Uh, I think we're gonna keep running main stages. We're gonna keep running summits. We might run stuff that's even bigger than that. Who knows? Uh, but I think. I think the kids are going to be okay (laughs) in general. uh, I think, you know, a lot of this is kind of tied to, you know, how the Smash community does in general. And so um, I'm optimistic about that. I think that uh, things are, are going to be good. And so I, I I believe it, (laughs) believe it or not. I'm a BTS believer. Yeah. I'm a fan. (laughs) <laughs> and that's, I mean, I've been a fan. That's why I fucking work there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, there's, um, you leak some I mean, BTS there's... events happening soon? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it's, 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 you know, they Whatever. will happen. Whatever, man. There's, I think there's a, a commonality between what Mogul Moves and BTS does um, that I, I think, like, is really emblematic of the Smash community. Uh, I, I mean, obviously Ludwig came from Smash, but but like, you know, mogul moves still being tied to Smash in a way feels like it's something that doesn't need to happen. And BTS is kind of the opposite thing of not coming from Smash and then being so tied to Smash right now. Yeah. And, I, and I think like how they operate and how their like connections to the community is still so deep. Um, I, I think it's both great. And yeah, I mean, was this a good question? Because it asked something that uh, you guys could barely answer who knows well to blame chroma for that one but i, but I think that uh i don't know I, I i think whatever happens there's no way of looking at these two entities and then saying in two or three years they won't just be like doing better right what what what's going on right now is so amazing that uh i've got complete faith and like in i just want to say like in melee uh you know when you've been around for a while it's so easy to see like cool things happen from an outside entity or from any big group and just assume that like it's going to happen once maybe twice and then it's going to be out the door right like 
Like Smash Summit was a really exciting opportunity when it happened in 2015. And it is so crazy to think about seven years later. This group is yeah, this group is still around running invitationals, you know, improving on prior concepts and whatnot, and actually running tournaments as like a full-fledged, you know, esports production company that is a domain leader in Smash. I, I just think that's like that's wild. Well, we love talking about Smash, but there is part of us that is uh, different than Smash, right? We are we are human beings with multiple interests. So we have, as our last segment of the show, we got a quick thing where we go around and we talk about something that's been going on with us recently that does not involve Smash, you know, as a way of trying to show people what else we are. Of course, it's famously unnamed, but uh, it is known as to fans as Touch and Grass. <laughs> that's right. Um, so I'll, I'll start off with the touch and grass segment this week and then, um, we can go around. So this week I did the podcast, uh, and then that was on Tuesday. Then I left for smash camp on Thursday and I got back this morning. So there's not been a lot of time that has not been smash or travel, but, um, before I left for smash camp, what I did was, uh, or before before I went to Smash Camp, I, I went to Culver's for the first time. But I you know what I'm gonna use a different thing for my touching grass this week. Culver's was great, but I think I'm gonna do the thing that I did almost directly before that, which was while I was on the plane. I watched the Kanye West documentary on Netflix, the three part documentary called Genius. Um, I watched that. I you know, I know it's been out for a little bit, but I, I've never seen it. I thought it was really good. And then on the flight back from uh from smash camp i watched another music documentary by uh, edgar wright from uh you know he did scott pilgrim he did uh Shaun of the dead he does all that you know he did baby driver he made a documentary about a band from the 70s called the sparks brothers which i thought was really well done telling this like pretty stand i mean it wasn't a standard story it was a like a story of a cool band that was able to innovate and kind of keep creating music for 40 years. Um, but the way that he was able to present the story was incredibly cool. Um, so I will say those two, two different, two very different music documentaries, but both something that in my travel time related to Smash Camp was just like keeping me incredibly entertained. Edwin, you're the only person here who is not Smash Camp. So maybe you had more time to frolic around. What was going on with you recently? Uh, you actually took took some of the words from my mouth. I saw Genius also. I mm. thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, did you see a lot sport- of yourself in it? <laughs> no, I, I did not. I don't think <laughs> I'm like Kanye West at all. But uh, I, I I thought that it was pretty good. I I think the um I think when you watch a documentary like that, the real like value that comes from it is is the deep cuts, right? It's seeing yeah. like really like the. It's seeing old clips of like Pharrell and Kanye talking to each other, like Scarface. I, mm. I think that the documentary tended to do this like narrative thing where, uh, you know, it would play Kanye rapping a, like a like a recognizable song or something, or saying a line from it, like for two minutes in a row or something. And like the point of the the narrative purpose of that clip in the movie is to showcase like this here's line the, that everybody here's the in the audience- stats analysis of it. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, that everyone in the audience is like, oh, that's uh, that's him doing slow jams, or that's how he came up with this song. But it's not really like connected to the like really interesting meat of the story, which is kind of this character study, right? 
Sure. So it it's does like step back in a way, right? Where it just kind of presents these things as cool things. Yeah. Uh, but it's more narrative focused than mm-hmm. what I saw. But other than, other than that, uh, I've actually been going through like a ton. So my, uh, my spouse and I are thinking of moving or are trying to move out of Boston. So we've been, so been looking at, uh, houses wow. in, in like the, the suburbs and stuff. So that's been, uh, super taking up a lot of my time. Uh, my dad's 60th birthday is, uh, coming up in two days. I have to have to give a speech at like this big family <laughs> occasion for it. I know it's my mom. My mom asked me it's to be, do it. It's but... gonna be related to melee. No, it's not, it's not gonna be related to melee at all. But I'm gonna bring up the number sixty for yeah. for sure. Sort of like, all right, don't don't tell my dad. But uh, the the idea is that I'm gonna I'm gonna go through all these concepts of like what sixty means across a bunch of different like topics, and then try to connect it and bring it back to my dad at the end sort of where he's at Hmm. and like the general idea is that 60 is like both a measure of magnitude but also like you know a point a transitional point between different uh measures of magnitude 60 miles per hour probably means you're going onto the highway (laughs) you're like on the on-ramp that's true yeah 60 60 minutes in a in an app in an hour 60 seconds in a minute uh Mm. 60 home runs in a season is considered a big feat or whatever i think 60 was the numeric base okay you know what whatever 60 and 2022 that's a great what if you just tell us the whole speech right now (laughs) (laughs) just go for it that's for it's for patrons only you'll have to edwin are the signs 60 wins this season all right i don't I don't want to hear this right oh, now. Of fucking course we are. <laughs> Someone, we're it's likely, choose. right? Are, what are they, like 58 and like 14 It's in the King Link's Twitter 57 name. and 14. Uh, okay. Yeah, it seems pretty likely. 58. It's 58. Oh, is that what my Twitter says? Yeah. Damn, bummer. Must have just updated it. Chris Paul is coming back on like Thursday. Oh, that's hype. We won. Yeah. We did it. That's very cool to hear about your, your father, Edwin. Maybe we'll have him on the show someday. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know like what, I don't even know, know what that would look like. It'd be great. Oh, he, uh, didn't he at your wedding, didn't he say like I see why they call it Super Smash Brothers or something? Yeah, like he that. said that because we at the uh because it, uh yeah, you know, my parents had like a table reserved for all the the people that I told them was from Smash, and that table was notoriously the rowdiest uh, <laughs> and loudest table at the at the reception. We had yeah. a similar table at Mikey's wedding. I think every other table my, was quiet. I don't think my, we're. It's not us being loud. It's that no one else popped off at how good the speeches were. Oh, my little cousin recognized Ludwig at my wedding. Took a picture. I call, remember call hearing. Called him short. Called him short. Yeah, called him short. That was the faded. That was like a March 2020 wedding, right? That was yes. the, yeah, right before Insane. the Rona. Well, the outskirts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously you two have been doing a lot of stuff this week, so don't feel for, you know like you have to are confined to talk about stuff that's going on this week. Just stuff that's been maybe going on. Like what? What's uh, Mikey? What what's been going on that maybe people don't know about? Uh, you know, this is part of Smash Camp. I had two things. This is part of Smash Camp. I posted in the chat. Go watch the Muscash Experience to wrap <laughs> uh, outfit related piece of media. Before Smash Camp, I unfortunately had to go back to Ohio, Toronto, Ohio, which is on the outskirts of Pittsburgh for my grandpap's funeral. 
Mm. Uh, real unfortunate. But I do have a little bit of show and tell because I yoinked his fucking pirate's hat from his house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Holy shit. So if, oh, we can get, if we can get a fucking go buckos in the chat one time for Bill Byer, I'm sure he'd love that. And also something that you did, uh, not related to Smash, was you created a list, a tier list of, what, like 150 different sports teams? I did do that, yeah, during Top 8 with, with, uh, with, uh, my, I didn't have any input, I just looked at him, he just, my only input was him apologizing to me when he put a Philly team low. Which one was it? It was the fucking the Flyers, Flyers. You, that's right. You killed like the, the Flyers, they were in, like the they were in, like, utter hate. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, you know, that was fun. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that that Pittsburgh, yeah, seeing the Pittsburgh hat reminds me of you pl- putting the Flyers right. in, like, God, I think you said you like the Yankees more than the Flyers. That's insane. Oh, uh, that's Whoa. probably not true. If I'm, okay. well, if I'm thinking about that again. <laughs> I think you downloaded it. So you've got that tier list somewhere just waiting to share. I think so it's still knows? up on my computer. I should share it. I'll share It'll it. It'll see the list. light of day at some point. Yeah. Nick, what uh what about yourself? What's I mean, obviously you got a new job, you got a lot of stuff going on, but what do you think? Uh, I mean, honestly, only thing that happened to me last week was I went to the streamer awards and then nice. I worked on yard postcards all just to try <laughs> yeah. to get them done before uh before Smash Camp because I left on Wednesday. So that so was. So, are you a, like writing in their handwriting? <laughs> no, that would be You're fucked like... up. That would be <laughs> not just because I'd be writing for them, but because it would take so long. You're writing with your left hand and you're pretending to be slime or something? <laughs> no. That's on. I actually think their part is the hardest because they uh, write like different things for every single person. So, to be creative, so they all get a fourth of however many postcards uh, there's because each person gets one of the yard members. And I think it's so hard for them to have to be creative for people they've never met most of the time. So I actually think their part is much harder than my part of just shipping them all out. Mm-hmm. If it makes but, you feel better, they probably get paid more than you do to do it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know. <laughs> uh, I, I see <laughs> seen the ledger. You've cooked the books. <laughs> Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Just yard postcards and the stream awards. Stream awards were really cool. Um, Mia Malkova made out with her boyfriend for like the whole show, and it, I thought it was a bit. It wasn't a bit. They just they just kept going. It was crazy. That's sick. That could have been slime. Should have been slime. Fuck Rich Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you guys amazing. did you guys see the image of uh when Ludwig was gonna win an award and slime had the. The Bush did 9-11 picture up. <laughs> dude. Did you guys see dude, that? I, I did not see that. No. I did not see it. No. Don't tell like, don't tell Ken, but at Shine 2018, we there was this lull in the day. The the board? Yes, where I we it was between 64 and Smash 4 top eight. And me, student slime, were just, we basically did like a podcast for an hour, and we were fucking around with the board. And I wrote Reagan ignored the AIDS crisis on it, and I showed it to slime. And he was like, "You can't fucking put that on stream." And I'm like, "You pussy, <laughs> you asshole, let me do it." Wow, Edwin, to put that in Kanye terms, that's the real George Bush doesn't care about black people moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right now that we now that we went full circle i think we can uh can finally wrap up the episode um <laughs> this was a pretty I, I, had a, I had a really fun time i think going into this we kind of knew it was going to be like this but i'm glad it all worked out um if people you know enjoyed this and they want to follow you guys where can they follow you nick do you got any uh 
what you want to plug your socials? Uh, just my Twitter. I think it's already on the screen, right? It's just the Nick Yingling. That's mm-hmm. just that's the only place I I check really. And you can also, you know, when you follow him there, you can also see the Suns record, of course. Yes, sir. Good way to keep track. What about you, uh, Mikey? What do you got to plug? Uh, yeah, I mean, you see my Twitter there, but you should really follow at Muscash on Twitter. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what really matters. I hope That's to it. see another feature someday. We'll see. Hopefully at, at, at Oregon Press or Oregon Smash Camp. Yeah, we'll, maybe, we'll maybe. Maybe he had a Smash Summit 13, honestly. <laughs> Imagine, dude. That would be so funny. I'll pitch it to Ken Chen for you. Main stage. Think about main stage. <laughs> dude, main stage would be crazy. I'll talk to Sheridan, get him in the theater at Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> right before Top 8, we got Must Cash playing. <laughs> no, I, I, know that, uh, I know that Melee can't be at Evo, but uh, <laughs> Must Cash? Must Cash? Okay. No IP conflict. Cringe vote? Nintendo, Nintendo didn't say no bus cash. <laughs> I have a call with uh, with Rick later this week. I'll bring it up. Oh, make it happen. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's sick. Yeah, so people can follow you there. Of course, you've got uh, you know we we all know about mogul moves and BTS Smash, and I I doubt that anyone who's listening to this is not like following them in some capacity. But uh, I imagine cool stuff to be going on there. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. If you uh, and, and if you liked what we did on on our part, you can uh, you can watch these episodes live at twitch.tv slash melee stats. They go up on YouTube uh, under the melee stats archive. If you want to watch our long form content, that's on the melee stats YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter, where we're gonna post uh, weekly results and links to <clears throat> links to the the melee March Madness, of course. So you can do that at twitter.com slash melee stats pod. You can. Um, what else is there, Edwin? Oh, MeleeStats.co. That's our website. So you can you can see articles that we write over there, such as Edwin's very own Monday Morning Marth and When's Melee. And if you love everything we do and you just want to support us, you can do so at Patreon.com slash MeleeStats. Nick, Mikey, this is an amazing episode. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day right after a week, uh, like a whole weekend worth of uh, work. So I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> and uh, Edwin, you know, you too. <laughs> you were also here, Edwin. Yeah, in the spirit. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, um, thanks, as always, to the Melee Stats uh, Cabal thank for, you. for giving of us. Of course. No, thanks for coming on. I, I, I appreciate that a lot, and I appreciate everyone who watched. And then uh, we had a fun two weeks in a row, but, you know, we are moving to be a bi-weekly show, so I don't think you're going to see us next week. But we've got a lot got a lot of big events coming up, so we're going to probably be doing a bunch of episodes on that. So we will see you soon enough. Thanks for watching, everyone. Peace. Peace. See you guys. Bye.